everybody, and welcome to episode 382 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez, coming to you from the Justin Allen Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. Who else is joining me? Ah, standing for Jacob Blake, Chris Antista. And... Hey, I'm Justin Allen, too. I'm Matthew Allen. Hey. <laughs> and special guest... Greg Moore. After what Chris said, I feel like it would be crass <laughs> to make a joke. <laughs> Jokes aren't allowed on this show, Greg. Not not anymore. It's been a terrible, yeah. terrible fucking week. <laughs> yes. I, I promise we won't do a whole show about it this time. But it sucks. Yet. <clears throat> Everything sucks. Um, not yet. We're not going to pull a Milwaukee Bucks, even though mm, no. I'm kneeling for them right now. Yeah. yeah. Kneeling for them I, in I my might heart. Just, I might just say the Lakers took the championship, and and that's my headcanon for the season because they yeah. might they might have literally seriously. Chris and I literally were discussing how awesome it was that the NBA was running the playoffs in the bubble. They might have shut it down as of this week. It mm. might be over. So, are we a step closer like to a, fantasy sports being the only sports? Is that where like we're baseball? Headed? Like baseball or is wrestling? The... <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, in a week like this, you might be tempted to regress further into childhood. And we've yeah. got good news, because, uh, Matt, you came up with an idea of how about we talk about games that let you play as your childhood toys. So, yes, this is a, this is a list I was inspired by, I believe, one of the titles that made the list. So I won't spoil it, but it was something I was playing on stream recently where I said, oh, man, it's really fun getting to basically relive my childhood fantasy of pretend you know making make-believe with toys in a video game where now it's quote-unquote real in fake video game form but then we realized games have been doing this for quite some time Mm -hmm. yeah games have always been a chance to play as our action figures in a wider milieu where there's someone else to play with us and his name is the computer uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> it's ultimate wish fulfillment for people, for, for only children. Mm. They're just like, no one will ever play with yes, me. forever single player. Yeah. <laughs> I can look at the action figures, but no one's allowed in my room because I'm 47. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 47. Anyway, um... But Not yeah, too far off. Uh, that's true. If I'm more, I'm guessing we're going to talk about some <laughs> some battle toads later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can talk yeah about I play, I've been playing a lot more battle toads. Mm-hmm. I th- I, that already feels like it was weeks ago. That's nope, a four times. times. Welcome to 2020. So many horrible things have happened. <laughs> yes, <laughs> time is a fat circle, and mm-hmm. it's just fucking huge. It yeah, takes forever yeah, to do anything. Yeah, fat and gross, and never gets around to leaving the couch. Um, yeah, fuck time. Anyway, we'll jump into this plaything-inspired list right after this. Do you like Video Game Apocalypse in 30 2010? Well, the LaserTime Patreon has figured out a way to combine the two. Over at patreon.com slash lasertime, we've taken a month's worth of 302010's games from 30, 20, and 10 years ago and grabbed the hosts, Michael Raparez and Matthew Allen from Video Game Apocalypse. And with our combined three decades plus in the games industry, we found a great way to take a deep dive into the biggest gaming anniversaries of the month. Here's a recent sample. And going to Disneyland for the first time, that's all wrapped up in Tron Legacy's promotion that sort of took over the whole park, making yeah. making me feel like, yes, Chris, everything you like is special and will remain special forever. And, and now I go you to know, the park. Chris, to, to the previous generation, Tron was the coolest bad movie they'd ever seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it, I love it. Is it really, though? It's not, it's not bad. It's just not an amazing movie. It's, 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 a, it's a pretty good movie with amazing special effects for the time. 
yeah, yeah. it's an accurate assessment and uh yeah if you were at any of the cons they built that whole bar from tron legacy and brought in like and brought that arcade that was at disneyland and attached it to yeah. it it was even better at, at, at san diego comic-con than it was I know. At Disney, I, I still have um all over my house because i went to all those cons and then i went to disneyland during that what do you even call those the, the, the 80s the the coin vagina pouches that yeah i know exactly uh, what you're talking yeah, about i know i know what you're talking about yeah those, those like rubber things yes that you would, like squeeze yes yeah. that you squeeze and, and and they i have a ton of exclusive flens arcade tokens I, uh, i'm yes. getting really bad thoughts about how the pocket pussy was invented now that you say that like <laughs> some dude yeah. it's fetching change it was you're way. right it's it's roy yeah. disney's greatest accomplishment <laughs> <laughs> That's like, um, I, I fetching change around lands. It's like, oh, my other hand is full. I guess I'll use my dick to fish these quarters out. <laughs> Need to do laundry. Man. Also, I'm a scumbag. That was a terrible description because that was, even in my childhood, that was one of the dumbest objects in my house I could have had sex with. So, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, exclusive specials, you can get the 30 2010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support all of the Lasertime shows, including Video Game Apocalypse, right guys? Yeah! And we're back to talk about what... Toys. Toys. Toy games. To- toys, yes. Richard Pryor's best movie, The Toy. That's oh, all man. we're talking about Totally today. should have done Robin Williams' toys in this, which uh, did have a, a terrible Super Nintendo game. Yes, there are multiple toys games, I mm-hmm. think, on, yes. on different yeah. platforms. And and there is one I want to talk about briefly that uh, you suggested, Greg, and I immediately forgot about. And then I went and looked at it before we recorded, and I was like, fuck, this looks amazing, which was huh. ExoSquad. On Genesis, oh, yeah. which just the the walking animation on your exosuit alone—it's just like you're just pimp walking through these levels, like just yeah, this, you got a total pimp mech walk. Big exaggerated strut, like that mech is very happy to be there. That whole first of all, it has to be said that those toys were super rad in the '90s. That mm. was like the best thing, the best toy ten bucks could get you. It's high praise for a 90s adjective. Super rad. High praise. High praise. It's very, yeah. And it was like you had the mech, and then you had the little figure pilot, which was like a G.I. Joe, and then it came with like a bajillion accessories, and the mechs had all kinds of features, you know, like shooting missiles, spinning doodads, and then the game was also, I won't say it was a grand slam because I don't think anyone bought it, but it was a good game. It was like late Genesis. I'm trying to remember. So track down, track down Exosquad. It's not rare. It's I cheap. thought it was on on a lot of those Genesis collections. No, might, no, 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 no. It's absolutely. way too. You're, you're, you must be thinking of a better game. But yeah. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. You know, it's like a variety. There's like three types of gameplay. There's like a rail shooter thing, and then like a side scrolling, like, oh, like Battletoads, or like Strut and Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is kind of like Battletoads. But I'm also uh, thinking, like, was was Exo Squad? I feel like there was a toy line that brought back like the '80s Robotech toys at one point. Was it, probably? Was it, I uh, think that that's happened that? a few times now. Yeah, I, guess I don't. So. No, I don't think it was Exo Squad. But it was like a, a similar vein. Hmm. And uh, the show was also pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I wish I wish I'd seen it because it looked rad, but it's bit after my time. But yeah, we were in high school um, when this show came right. on, Michael. We would we would yeah. be ridiculed. Uh, yeah, possibly <laughs> college. But anyway, um, this this first thing was inspired by something that is way way before our times. 
Number five. The Tan War Machine has begun to mobilize in their quest for world domination. Here we see the tyrannical Tan Commander as he vows to capture and destroy all green territories and claim them for his own. In response, our forces have been dispatched to hold our borders secure. To the northern mountains and the western desert and as far as the southern swamps. Our boys stand ready to resist an invasion. Invasion! What the fuck is this? I, yeah, I, heard, is... Tans and, I heard tans and greens, uh-huh. and I just want to point out that there was a brief period in the 2000s where army men got through this uh-huh. and Toy Story got way more exposure than they had had in 50 years. Like, mm. what the hell? What was the well, army I, men nostalgia? I kind of felt like army men was inspired by Toy Story. And then With Sarge and the crew. Yeah, it came out. Be. Well, like, yeah, they, this is such a weird series. There are approximately like 47,000 games in it. Um, <laughs> and the, they're based on the army men figures, which like trace their origins back to like the 30s and then right. redesigns in World War II. And, you know, they were just like these very cheaply manufactured toy soldiers. Believe it or not, I guess they used to be painted. And then, like, sold in these big play sets throughout the 50s and kind of mm. lost popularity around the Vietnam War. But, like, like I, I don't know. God. I imagine I that these. disillusionment with war maybe yeah. caused sales of those to go down. Maybe a little bit. Gee. Also, there was an oil crisis, so plastic became a lot more expensive for ah. a little while. But Army Men, like, I had these things growing up. I remember you could, like, buy them off of the shelves in Safeway, like a huge yeah. bag of them. And I was going to say, they came in toys. buckets, didn't they? Yeah, they were they, like, they, they, like they, yeah, they came in buckets. They were sold at the grocery store. I just saw them at the dollar store still yeah, being they're sold. They're still around. Yeah, no, sure. There was like a whole category of toy that's called the supermarket toy. And mm-hmm. they're yes. like the original one. Yeah, yeah. They, they have the kind you tie the plastic bag to, and those are the parachute army men. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> are rarely worked. Uh-huh. Never worked. <laughs> Unless you it can was get like up way really over high. my head. No, my kid my kid got one to work. <laughs> she threw it off the top story and it floated down next to the stairs. And I'm like, Jesus, I've never gotten one of those. I've to do that. <laughs> She's gifted. Yes. But yeah, they, they they always had like the same poses. There's She's like, also playing with army men, little fascist. Yeah. <laughs> there's the, the grenadier. There's the guy Guess with the binoculars. Guess where it was from? The dollar store. There, there's the guy with his giant 80 cell phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not an eighty cell phone. That's like an I old know, military. Phone. I know. <laughs> it's a radio he's, he's operator. He's not Zach from Saved by the Bell. Like, hey, but it's fun to think phone. about it that way, isn't yeah. it? Yes, it's more. It's, it is funnier. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was like the guy I always thought was dead when I was a kid, and then I was like, oh no, he's supposed to be like crawling under barbed wire or something. Right. Ah, oh, that's okay. right. I guess if he was upside down, he would look like a dead soldier. Wow, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't believe I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. It's multi-purpose. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You can course. masquerade as a dead soldier when you need one. That's true. Go and on. You always need one. <laughs> but yeah, the, the best thing about them is they're cheap, they get lost, who cares, and they're virtually unbreakable. They'll probably outlive your kids. Yeah. They're one of those toys Hooray. that... Dads step on mm-hmm. uh, on the week. That's the most uh, yep, impressive on the reg, and yeah, they mm-hmm. they hurt. They hurt a yeah. lot when you step yeah. on them. Fucking toys. I learned what a bayonet was from those. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the teach them when they're young. So army men obviously played a big role in the first Toy Story movie, and that I think generated interest. And so in 1998, 3DO came out with Army Men, 
and it just snowballed from there. Like you, you had like the the first game was basically felt like a Diablo style game with guns. It was like a top down move your dude around with arrow keys and move the mouse to shoot and. Uh, do various little missions in these big open maps that had a terrible camera scheme where it would just like focus on one quadrant at a time and if you'd like move too close to the edge the camera would just like immediately move to the next sector yuck but it it was it was very straightforward like other than the fact that you had the green and tan armies there was no toyetic aspect to it really until the second game where they they introduced portals into the real world and very uninspired sound design. A med kit. A black jacket. Is this game so old that John Philip Sousa was under copyright still? What the fuck is that masquerading patriotic anthem in the background? Yeah, well, it's like the William Tell Overture, I think. So, it, and it's clearly just a MIDI. So, uh, but but you might hear like a, a squeaking noise in the background. Like there are giant cockroaches you have to fight. Like this is just the That's first dope. level. You end up on a kitchen counter. Uh, seeing like the kitchen floor far below and you have to navigate across burners and through uh, stray knives and then you just start getting attacked by these random, these gigantic cockroaches. But uh, It is one of my favorite tropes in in entertainment, like honey, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids trope of mm. like, yeah, a little person in a giant world. But unfortunately, yeah, these games were just never fun. It's like, it's it, they took one of my favorite concepts and just was like, did it in the most bland way. To be, what, I'm looking at like the release schedule in 1999 and 2000. There were five games in the series released on numerous different platforms. So ten distinct games in two years. Yeah, ten. I just can't fathom that there was actually interest. Like yeah. even with Toy Story coming out, was there really? Because I feel like one of the, like the main themes of that movie is that there's like old boring toys that suck and then there's like new <laughs> feature rich toys that rule you take <laughs> you it know? back you fucking take it back greg That's it's like making point. a game about like cowboy dolls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the I, I think you're shitting all over my indian in the cupboard game and i don't appreciate it <laughs> yeah well you know could do something cool with that yeah maybe but but i also like i i looked up uh like a there was some youtube video that i found today that covers it has like clips of every single army men game Mm -hmm. and there's like fucking 30 of them and it didn't look like they even kept that thing that uh matt was talking about with the like honey i shrunk the kids thing where you're like in a a human-sized setting. Uh, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like a lot of the footage I was seeing was just, like, green, bland fields. So it was basically just like any other warfare game, except, like... You're, <laughs> except you're there's just, no textures on your models because they're yeah, playing yeah, exactly. green. Yeah, <laughs> just a uniform. Yeah, well, it was, it was only starting with two that they started with <laughs> that, you know, you're in, a, you're in a giant world or whatever. Yeah, then it, like, it spun off a bunch of series. There was Sarge's Heroes. And I can see that, like... That would occupy a certain niche, like, well, if you don't want your kids to play overly violent games, but you still want to have them indoctrinated into the military-industrial <laughs> complex, then you would get them something like Sarge's Heroes. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at 2000's Army Men World War, Land, Sea, and Air, and it's just a Call of Duty game, a really bad-looking one, with yeah. first- and third-person combat. You're just green men in a, in a world. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. in, in real environments. What the yeah. fuck is the point? I, yeah, I remember them going third-person shooter at some point. I, guess, I definitely remember seeing a few of, like, behind-the-back shot of an army man running around. Yeah, and I, I guess another point is that, like, uh, it could be really violent without being really violent, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. some of the, the deaths, like, in the first couple games, especially, like, you'd shoot a dude enough times, and he'd, like, explode into a billion pieces, and, like, heads and hands would roll all over the place. I was saying the same thing to my girlfriend about zombie games. Yeah, they have yeah. license because we immediately recognize them as not human. I don't think you could obliterate that many corpses and explode them in something like Dead Rising or even the Call of Duty Zombies mode if they were actual people. It yeah. would be yeah. considered a sacrilege. Fox News <laughs> right. would be very upset. Yeah, zombie movies get away with the same thing. Is like you, you, it can still be gross, but it's like, oh, I don't feel sympathy because I don't view them as human. Whereas the stuff they do to humans in those movies, absolutely, like, oh my god, mm-hmm. they just tore that guy's arm off. But a bad guy is is doing it, so I, I have the moral detachment to enjoy this. Um, but, uh, so yeah, Army Men. I, I think there were a couple of highs in the series. Just looking at Metacritic, like the Army Men Air Attack games seem to be relatively well received. I think one of the the better rated ones is actually Army Men RTS, which you you'd think would be like one of the first things they'd do. Nate, so you now have a bulldozer. It allows you to construct buildings. To do this, select the bulldozer and hold the R button down. Highlight the building you want to create from the build menu. This is one of my favorite things about classic RTS games, the idea of just like, no, I'm just going to click on everybody and make them talk over the narration. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Job's done. Yeah. SCV's good to go. Zug, zug. Zug, zug. This is one of the first series I remember game magazines at the time openly making fun of. Oh, yeah. Like, for fucking real, another one of these? Because it was excessive, and, like, they never reviewed that well. Hmm. And I just, I can't understand the audience, but, like, you know, maybe, like, the mass fucking circle jerk for every new Transformers game (laughs) from my generation, maybe two generations ago, seeing Army Men pop up in a game gave filled half boomers full of feels. Yeah, finally a game I, I mean, can play. It was it was like parents remembering playing with those, buying them for their kids. Like, oh, I remember Army Man. I'll look at a video game based on that. Okay. That's, probably That's gotta likely. be what it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, yeah, this looks fun and age appropriate were, for kids. Were they also like budget games? Like, I yes, can't, yeah. and I, I was gonna say like whatever Greg just said, I distinctly remember seeing an Army, what I looked to me as a game magazine reader, a new Army Men game in like an Albertson's grocery store. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is where they should be sold, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, Got to use your rewards points to to get it for half off. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think I think for my money, possibly the most bizarre departure was uh, who remembers Portal Runner? What do you know? A candy store. I knew if I followed Sarge, I'd get a good story. Now where to go? This, um, this was Army Men's answer to Tomb Raider. And you know what? You said that, and then I thought about it more, Michael. Could it have been their answer to StarCraft Ghost, which never came out? Like, they had a Ghost clone ready to go? I mean, you might think that, but then if you see the gameplay, and you see, like, Vicky Grimm, intrepid reporter, mantling around jungle environments in her midriff camos. This like, is an Army Men game? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I distinctly not... remember the cover because even at the time of the PS2, the cover looked like it was designed in a fucking head shop. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? She's so there. There's no army men branding. It's just called Portal Runner, and she's wearing like a tiger skin bikini and shooting an arrow. And there's like a lion next to her or something attacking. 
and it looked like way cooler than it was. And then you find out, oh, it's an army men game. And, and yeah, sure <laughs> enough, she's like what I just played, like, oh, a candy store. It's like she's in a giant candy store and there's gingerbread men attacking her. Uh oh. I wonder if this is that thing where like the dev got saddled with this IP that like kept selling despite itself and mm. so and then they increasingly felt like they wanted to make anything other than army men yeah. but were like um, stuck ang- with it you know a it's real like, sonic angry bird situation mm-hmm. <laughs> which i was gonna say that might come up again later but uh <laughs> i don't know that it will <laughs> yeah it does look like between 1998 and 2001 almost 20 games came out and wow. then it's a really slow trickle after that. And, and and I find it odd. It's a game series I think most gamers would know, but it has skipped the last two generations outside of a an I, iPhone. It, game. it it falls into the same place as like a destroy all humans for me, like franchise that burned super hot for two years and then disappeared. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's due. Someone this someone is still will incredible. Try to bring it back. Like yeah. WCW had fewer games every year than the Army Men game. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the popular thing. <laughs> this feels ripe. If I'm if I'm calling it, this feels something like THQ Nordic would pick up and try to release a version of eventually. Well, I mean, wasn't like the half the appeal in the first place that they didn't have to pay? Like, did they? They couldn't have actually licensed Army Men. Like, this was made by so many companies. Does anyone actually like, own the IP to those? those no, designs I don't think. Anymore? I, I'm looking into it. I don't think. I don't think it. I'm more curious of who owns 3DO. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck owns 3DO. Someone has to. Someone owns these games. I mean, I I bought like four of them on Steam last night for like twenty six bucks, just so I could play them for this. There's someone still making money on Army Men games. Yeah, yeah. This is not fair. Army Men RTS (laughs) crashed my computer and I couldn't figure out how to play it. So, Uh, wow. It probably doesn't play well with Windows Ten. That's nothing unique. Um. But anyway, well, you, probably, you could you could send in a fucking ticket to Steam, and they just send you a dollar. Like, buy anything else. Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of buying anything else and cheap plastic figures, number four. Some fierce fighting is about to go down way up Ooh. here in the Alps. Yeah, maybe It doesn't sound like the shitty game I told you to grab audio from. No, it definitely did not, because it's much better than that shitty game, which is one of the worst of all time. But <laughs> what is this? This is a bit of a cheat. I, yeah. I will be honest with our listeners. So if you are in Japan, awesome, hello. Mm-hmm. Um, but to you, this was a cartoon first, or a manga first. But for Americans, these were toys. This is muscle. This is yeah. based on the muscle little plastic figures similar to Army Men. Used to be sold in multi packs, like fucking the glory of buying. I think it was a twenty eight pack of muscle was oh, like the for seven dollars was the best thing in the world as a kid. Just it, wasn't it? Wasn't a fucking acronym? Yeah, <laughs> it was an acronym. Yes. Um, it, let me look this up real quick. Was the M for muscle? I hope so. <laughs> that would have made it <laughs> no, all well, the more. The reason pointless. it's called muscle is it oh, is so based millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere. Wow. Sorry, but go the, ahead, Matt. Yeah, the reason it's called Muscle is it's based on, um, and Greg, please cor- correct my Japanese pronunciation, 
Kinikuman, which is is a Japanese manga that literally almost literally translates to Muscle Man. It's it was a, a manga about a weird looking set of wrestlers that were from an alien planet fighting. They were fighting off like alien invasions, basically, and well, that's why I was reading like, the the mental floss story that you you sent to me. And yeah, it, yeah, it like started out as like shitty Ultraman, basically. Like, yes, this is the superhero that people call when all the other superheroes are busy and he's incompetent and a buffoon, and then right. it kind of gradually just became like this intergalactic wrestling. But, but but like but like knowingly shitty Ultraman. It's like no no. In they, it was kind of a spoof comic. It was like now we're we're making fun of Ultraman and yeah he's he's the last guy you would call and he's kind of kind of like whatever you mm-hmm. know. But then they, it evolved into this other thing and eventually had an anime series and then I guess I'm I was I was reading that article and I was trying to figure out okay well what prompted them to bring it to America just as a toy line like it, well, other than it being super cheap to that, produce that's you know? number one yeah because yeah. yeah so Bandai started making these these figures out of the the manga and the anime which was really popular and because they were so cheap to produce like they just put them into to gotcha machines and they just became hugely popular so they ended up making like 418 of them totally yeah yeah. And so you had a bunch of different molds that were, again, extremely easy to produce, extremely cheap, uh, very collectible. And yes. so uh, I think it was maybe Mattel. Um, I forget who exactly. Yeah, it was Mattel. It was yeah, Mattel. And the figures th- themselves in Japan were called Kinkeshi figures, yeah, Kinkeshi yeah. toys. Because like mm-hmm. Kinuku, it was a Kinikuman Keshi, I think. It was, it was like a portmanteau. But mm. that, that style of figure became known as Kinkeshi. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, so the, these were just ubiquitous in the eighties and they were like these little, they, they felt like rubber erasers. And I think later on they became like a harder plastic. Yes. I remember, I remember having the harder plastic ones. They yeah. felt like it was, and they were all, they were only like an inch or two tall. They were very yeah. like tiny figures and they were all like kind of this weird, I, sh- this weird shade of beige ish, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love them. And I distinctly remember playing with the shit out of them and then crying my eyes out when I'd eventually lose one at the beach because yes. of the color of yes. sand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. But, but they were so cheap that your parents didn't mind like, okay, we'll just pick up a four pack because a four pack was a dollar. Yeah, I never had a lot of anything, but like something this size and this cheap. Yeah, like I had uh, like over a dozen of these things. Yeah. 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 I, I never had the wrestling ring that was like the accessory that sold for more than any of the figures. I didn't know it was even associated with wrestling until i looked into the games yeah yeah well the game the game i was like oh that's weird that they made a wrestling game out of muscle because again yeah i like you i didn't know it was based on wrestling we just thought it was oh these cool dudes who i don't know they look kind of like aliens or what like remember the bad guy faction had the guy with the bull head kind of looking yeah. thing um mm-hmm. yeah but then yeah it, when that first nes game which is shit no it, it was like shit. a it was like a rest it was like a really simplistic wrestling game yeah. But it looked and sounded bad even by the standards of early NES games. Like it, I, I remember looking at screenshots the other day, and then I went and played it, and it's just like this is like maybe like double the resolution of an Atari Twenty Six Hundred game, and it looks about as bad. Yeah, uh, and yeah. It, you know you, the the characters didn't look anything like the figures really. Like you, you could you could sort of see some resemblance to certain characters, but they were just like these very squat, big-headed versions of them. And, like, all the characters had basically the same moves. There was very little variation. 
Um, mm. So that that was like sort of the peak of Kiniku Men's uh, media penetration into the U.S. until the early 2000s. In 2003, or 2002 actually, like a, a new anime finally came over, I think it was on US TV, called Ultimate Muscle. It was, I remember uh, vaguely, yeah. 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 Ultimate Muscle had two games for GameCube and PlayStation 2. Uh, Ultimate Muscle Legends vs. New Generation and Galactic Wrestling featuring Ultimate Muscle. And this was like it was like the New Generation show. It's about uh, Kiniku Man slash Muscle Man's or King Muscle's kid who is just kind of lazy and incompetent and is just like, I guess I want to be like dad. He looks exactly like his father, except he has like a little puff of hair at the front of his head. He has all kinds of bizarre dialogue that makes it fun to dive back into. King Muscle, you're obviously random right now. Take a breather and get a hold of yourself, man. I will go first. Quit telling me what to do. In case you haven't noticed, I'm not in diapers anymore. Well, at least not the kind babies wear. I'm your partner in this tag team match, not your student. Something about that very, like, I'm doing a van- an anime voice very rapidly delivery that I find oddly charming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with the lips, lips and gear. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, the, the, the GameCube one that came out earlier, I think, is the better reviewed of the two. And it's a little bit more fun, but they are both. I thought it, I played it really? a few years ago for something I was researching, and I thought it was wonderful and charming and hilarious. It kind of is. Like, the, it, it, the graphics hold up pretty well because they're all cell shaded. And uh, mm. it's, it's overtly silly, which holds up way better than anything that's trying to be serious from that era. Yeah. Wow, looking good, Dad. But are you good enough to handle this? Enough! Is this what you came here to do? Stop this foolishness and get in the ring! Two different voice actors for King Muscle. I don't know what that's about. Hmm. Hmm. But uh, I think the there's there's only one... Like, you know, you know, there's all kinds of weird characters in this. There's Wars Man and Kevin Mask and his, his brother Roger Mask or whatever the hell it was. But, uh... I don't remember the names, but this guy kind of stands out above all the rest. The number one ranked wrestler of the Muscle League was sick of everyone saying that his power just looked good on paper. So Dick Dick Van Dick decided to prove he packed the mean punch and went looking to prove himself to anyone who would fight him. Yes, Dick Dick, Dick Van Dick. Dick Van Dick. Yeah, who <laughs> looks like a Deek Deek, like the, the little animal, but they everyone just oh. says it Dick Dick Van Dick. Get a hold of yourself, Dick Dick! Sorry, it must be the Dick Dick in me. <laughs> That's a great Dick sound Van Dick, I love yeah. it. <laughs> this is a game I feel for like children. that would be broadly applicable. <laughs> I just want him to bust out a Mary Poppins tunes. Mm. It's the Jolly Ola Day. Sorry. It's the Dick Dick in me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, yeah, the yeah. fun intergalactic wrestling is pretty cool. Um, I, I guess the original manga and anime were like super violent to the point where like we can't even censor this for american tv in the 80s it's too bloody and people keep dying and like wow okay but it's still funny so yeah i don't know i I actually recommend this like higher than most of the other games and I care about it much less than the other problems. It looked like a great get with your buddies on Friday night when there's no pandemic. 
have a few drinks <laughs> and have a great time kind of I, I, yeah. for me it was just one of the game. first it was the first like weird nostalgia I remember like really you're 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 doing a game based on that like yeah. there wasn't other stuff you wanted to do first like okay no. like like I liked muscle but okay but but then yeah it ended up being like a decent game so you didn't want to make a game out of like Maya the Bee or the Ghostbusters with a gorilla first <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Muslim, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, yeah, whatever. All right. Well, I mean, the next game you—you've already name-checked this, so we might as well get to number three. We have no choice, Bumblebee. War is lost. Leaving our home is the hardest decision I've ever had to make. It has been a long, painful war with the Decepticons. Whatever lies beyond that portal is our best. And last hope, my friend. This is so big and extra and operatic, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, Which yeah, I, I, I have so much love and hate for Transformers in general, just because like I think the toys are exquisitely designed little fucking trinkets of magic. Mm. <laughs> and I think the cartoon and the movies are some of the worst shit I have ever seen in my whole fucking <laughs> life. And anybody who holds it aloft as something good is lying to themselves. <laughs> but but like I have nostalgia that. for the toys and these fucking Cybertron games are astonishing. Oh yeah. And okay, and this, I'm, this I'm is, sort of Okay, that's what this is. War for Cybertron? Yeah. yeah. Well, this okay. is uh, that clip is specifically Fall of Cybertron, but I'm okay mm. lumping them together cuz they're like two halves of the same story. Oh, yeah. okay. and and they're both like Gears of War, but Transformers, and okay, everything the- is super gritty, and people are screaming and dying all the goddamn time. Megatron. Funny, isn't it, Megatron? How easily I defeated the one adversary you couldn't. Silence. It didn't have to come to this. This is what you chose, Prime, when you defied me. All of this is your doing. Optimus! God, this is stupid. That's a truck yelling at a plane. <laughs> it's a, I love it. I, I do love it. It's just like tra- the Transformer Cybertron games are... Man, when I walked in the games industry in 2006, I'm like, I really am the most important demographic. <laughs> and by the time I was leaving it, I'm like, wow, my demographic doesn't matter at all. And the, the, the last bastion of that was Transformers. Mm. And I think that's just how well... I think it's because... I think it's because they're good toys, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And yeah. kids of all ages and generations care about the Transformers because they've always had cool toys. And, and cool cartoon shows following the Gen 1 shit, which I watched every fucking day, I assure you. Bought on DVD and like, Jesus Christ. It's not great. How is this legal? It, well, the, the only way I experienced that recently is I thought the game you would go for in here is more closely tied to the original cartoon with Devastation. That's oh, the Transformers game I really love, the, you, the Platinum you mean, games. You mean this yeah. one? Hey, I found something. Follow me. Like when my windows are down. Optimus, look, some sort of cash. Yeah, it's just left lying on a table for years because we weren't making more <laughs> games like this. But I mean, for for me as a Transformers fan, like I remember, I loved the episodes that had anything to do with Cybertron. Mm-hmm. And mm. these are technically prequels. If I was making a note about making a Transformers game, it would have have it take place on Cybertron, please. And they all do. And I, I can't. There's there's no reason to get mad at these games. They're, they're way better than they need to be. And 
yeah, like I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I never thought this property was worth this much fanfare. I was way bigger fan of like the He Man cartoon and and figures and like. I still kind of want to see a T-Man version of War for Cybertron. Yeah, <laughs> it does I seem mean, like Transformers has an above-par track record for games, wouldn't you say? Because yeah. Devastation yes. was great, yeah. the Cybertron was great, and there was a PS2 one that was yeah, also the, the, pretty the good. The 2004 one was pretty good. So I, I think there was a while, like, this is hard to picture now, but there was a time when massively popular things with children flared up for a few years and then just went away. Like, you couldn't get them anymore. Like, Star Wars was gone for ages. Transformers disappeared for years and then, like, came back. He-Man, ladies and gentlemen. He- oh, He-Man, same thing. Well, he- He-Man, like, got rebooted and then just completely crashed and no one cared anymore. Um, but Transformers, uh, like, just kind of went through all these permutations. It went away for a little while and then kind of came back these- as these crappier plastic toys and then those gave way to Beast Wars, which was hugely popular, and that kind of oh, yeah. defined Transformers for a long time. And then... This is pretty good. Uh, the the PS2 game happened. And it's like, wow, they're going back to like the Gen 1 designs. That's pretty cool. And then the long-rumored movie happened, and all of a sudden our favorite toys from childhood were these whirling metal abominations with scary <laughs> teeth. And uh, <laughs> and that that kind of was like the new like this is what Transformers are now. Full stop. You will never get the original designs back. Who cares? That's old. And so it, this was really unexpected when High Moon Studios did War for Cybertron because we didn't expect anything to kind of go back to that original mythology and kind of try to elevate these these hokey old stories into something that was closer to the way that we as kids remembered them. I think Activision paid out the nose for the license oh, I'm and sure. had to continue making games despite not having movies to base them on. And even even the, the games based on the movies weren't about the movies and reunited more of the voice cast. Yes. And were still awesome. Yeah. So, like, uh, what's... Oh, it's the worst title in history. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. That was a really Ugh. good game, actually. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the game is good. The movie is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Mm. <laughs> and that's what I've heard. I think that was the start of, like, you can't tell what's going on in any of these yeah. shots. Optimus Prime dies in the beginning. And <laughs> Nobody noticed. And it's like, and it addressed many, many fans' notes of the first film. You know what I want to see? Sam Witwicky's parents for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No Transformers. And I don't want, I don't, I don't want Shia LaBeouf around either. <laughs> Just his parents. Just, uh, Jesus. But no Optimus Prime, more parents. Yeah. And eventually, like, the, the, the first two War for Cybertron games gave way to Rise of the Dark Spark, which is kind of better avoided, and uh, but, but tries to tie those games and the Gen 1 uh, look of things into the, the movie's milieu. Like, oh, we're on Earth now, but it's like the movie version of Earth, and here's the shitty Grimlock from the new movie, but this is a sequel to Fall of Cybertron, which also has a cartoon on Netflix now, if you're into that. Nope. No. 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 But I, I have I have a lot of friends who collect the toys, mm. and I I don't know why, but like, and I I don't know exactly who is making these toys at this point. I'm sure Mattel is involved somewhere, but like, dude, they're like the coolest. They've yeah. always been the coolest been toys cool. ever, and then they yeah. re-release them to make them even cooler. Yeah. And more authentic for forty-year-olds. Mm, yes. Oh yeah, uh, that's who's buying them. There was a guy at my last yeah. job that well, had. Me. I, I buy them. Some, of but them. not all of them. Like, there, there was, there was, there was a fucking... that had every his his 
let's call it his kink, was collecting every version of Optimus Prime that ever came out. And he had just desks, because he brought them into work to display, desks full of, like, hundreds of versions of Optimus Prime, like rare versions, rare color schemes and stuff. And I was like, and then I think he, he was, like, moving. And I'm like, so what are you going to do with all this? And he, he, like, to sell all them, it's literally represented thousands of dollars. I'm like, yeah. why? It's why? it's how I think Toys R Us remained afloat for a while. They had these hyper-premium exclusives on these adult Transformers toys. They weren't knob-shaped, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I think Greg and I had a co-worker. <laughs> the, the, the hidden category on Amazon, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> like... <you know. laughs> I, I shouldn't have ordered all these Transformers off of Wish. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Greg and I had a co-worker, if you remember Randy, like he just oh, yeah. like... What'd you do this weekend? He's like, I was at a Transformers convention. Like, ugh, like the movies. Like, I don't care about those fuck. It was just a, a Transformer toy convention, and it was fucking huge. Yeah, in in, in uh, you know, in Southern California. But like, it was it was insane. And it's like it's all this these fans of Transformers that pretty much ignore everything but the original stuff. Yeah, who still have these amazing toys released every single year. I- I'm not snooty like that. Where I like. Don't say the movies can't be at least a little entertaining, but like that was one of the first kind of childhood fandoms I had that I was willing to be like, hey, you know what? This new one is not for me. It's for other people, and I'm okay with that. And which is so weird that the games tried to go to such great lengths to link the lore of these different right. things. And I'm like, I don't need you to do this. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, that's, that's I don't care I, about that's the new what ones. I thought. I said at the time, I thought that was weird. That's what I was sort of commenting on. Like, why are you basing this on stuff I like? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. There are yeah. kids out there who, like, they're supposed to like this more than me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's for them. It's it's that whole... It's, it's like, I don't... You know, we grow up and you're supposed to leave behind childish things. But there's also certain know. fandoms that I'm like, I'm leaving this in the past, in its past form. I don't need to be into the new movies. Like, at one point, here's a little this story dates me. I was in a blockbuster video, and I was I was going to check out the second Transformers movie, because I hadn't seen it in theaters, and the teller is like, the guy checked me out, he goes, oh man, this is my fucking favorite movie ever. And I just Gross. walked away. I'm not renting this thing. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm never taking movie advice from anyone in this establishment. I used to work at a blockbuster, by the way. Wait, is Michael Bay Transformers or the original? Michael Bay. Oh, the second God. the second Michael Bay movie. I was like, Mm-mm. It is the worst. It was it was made during a writer's strike and it really, really shows. Yes. And, yes. And and, and yeah, I, I, I'm favorite not against movie. I'm wow. not against nostalgia. If you were up late enough flat like <laughs> last night after Matt and I were done recording, you see someone get shot in Kenosha. Uh, and it's like, yep, time to disappear into whiskey and goofy cartoons mm. for as long as, I, as long as I'm conscious. Yeah. So I, yeah. I get it. I get it. It's just like the the Transformers thing was one of the first as a cartoon that I went back to revisit. And like, this looks like shit, and it's terrible. Oh, it's yeah. worst. But it's it's interesting because um, so Matt, we were talking about this beforehand. And you're like, this is based on a cartoon, and I'm like, no, it's based on a toy line, which was based on multiple disparate toy lines. That uh, somebody from Hasbro, I think, was you know going to Japan looking for new toy trends, and he like spotted all these, you know, really cool Japanese transforming toys, which were a popular thing in the early. I, I got to tell you, Michael, get every detail right, or this will be the most comments you've ever had in your you're life. Right, I've right. oh gone through this before. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone through this before. And after growing a third head, uh, he decided to. <laughs> to buy up well he, he he bought a bunch of different lines and uh hired uh bob budiansky at marvel comics to come up with a storyline to help sell these characters and uh he like much like larry hama with gi joe came up with 
uh, a bunch of names for them and their backstories and like, yeah, this one's Megatron. He's named after like a megaton bomb. And uh, and from from there, they just kind of took that and ran with it. And there was the, the Marvel comics. There was the cartoon show. But but originally, like, and, and I think this one's called Starscream. He is based on the uh, scream that star Daniel Stern gives out in Home Alone when there's a spider on his chest. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm getting all this correct. <laughs> um, I think the, the toy lines are still kind of disparate in Japan eventually. Like, they, they had kind of their own... Transformers mythos where it's confusing because they're, they're based on two distinct toy, toy lines yeah. from uh, at least two from Japan mm-hmm. at least and then with some they just licensed a bunch of transforming figures which were the rage in Japan and they consolidated them here as Transformers mm-hmm. and came up with the fiction and the rest is sort of history I, I don't know what Japan's relationship is with our Transformers uh, Greg when you were there did you see a lot of Transformers rep no not really no not at all I think I wow. think it's kind of fed back into itself where you know some of some of our shows have made it back over there and it's kind of like it's become its own accepted thing. I, I know China thinks the movies are basically Citizen Kane, so like <laughs> it's popular the world over. But but also like I think Takara is uh, made a lot of the original toys and is still in charge of making them like the. Uh, the masterpiece collections, the adult ones you were talking about, the hugely expensive, hugely detailed ones, yeah. uh, those are, are made in, I, I think, originally by Takara. And like, and that that's the stuff I drool over. Not yeah. e- not the movies or even the games, but I, lo- I love those figures. Yeah. I love I love my giant size knockoff figures, which is just like, it's this, but it's twice the size and half as much money. Like, great. Yeah. <laughs> it look, looks the same. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I guess you guys. I guess you guys could say there truly is more than meets the eye. Ooh, mm. terrible! Christ. Boo, Jesus boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really hope I you transition the- out of this number with the transforming sound, like <laughs> that would have been so smart. Unfortunately, I just have this one. Number two. Boo. Jerking off in this footage. <laughs> is, this, is this the the Kirk and Spock fight? You're close. It's it's kind of hard to hear, but the the sound that sounds like a like a spray paint can jiggling in the background is actually one of the characters building. I know with what it plastic is. Plastic blocks. This is Lego oh, Star God. Wars. Yeah, Lego Star Wars. You included a Lego game in here. I that I, I, I meant to add that like one caveat. No Lego. <laughs> Lego <laughs> games are the ultimate example it's kind of this. Of, yeah, it is kind of the ultimate yeah. one. Yeah, I know, I know, and they they do behave much like I, I, I love that where they're like, yeah, my guts are Legos, my head is Legos, and I build with Legos. Fuck off, <laughs> right? You were, you were talking about like, yeah, uh, you you can show violent stuff through, like 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 you know the Lego games. They have people like literally heads falling off, but it's okay because they're all made of Lego. Chewbacca <laughs> rips the arms off stormtroopers, and it's fine yeah. because it's plastic. Yeah, it's they just funny. pop out. Yeah. Yes. Obviously, this is killing two birds with one stone in that, like, yes, we also played with Star Wars figures a bunch when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And and we loved our Legos, and then they just came crashing together in Lego Star Wars. Uh, although the first one was less than great because it was based on the prequels, which even then right. most of us hated. Um, and then they came out with the original trilogy after that. Very confusing. Lego Star Wars <laughs> 2, the first three movies. And yeah. And that, that's, that, to me, is what's fascinating, because, like, Lego games, which did exist, 
a lot on PC, mm-hmm. sucked. Yeah, no, they were terrible. It, it, look, look up Jack Stone. That was an original Lego property. He was a spy, uh, a Lego branded spy, mm. and that's the games were based on him. And once once Lego got involved with like, well, let's just make. And we're we're too old to remember Lego Star Wars. Like that didn't exist when I was little. You mean like the the sets, like Lego sets? Yeah, yeah they, I remember they seeing them in stores. Yeah, they came in. They yeah. came around like like my late teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I remember like begging for the Lego like generic pirate set. Mm. That's or you had the cosmic <laughs> set. It is, yeah, my my, uh, my brother had all the knights. That they they had a lot of like medieval sets, and then I think rare. I had the. What I love most about the Lego Movie is because like I had Charlie Day's astronaut character with the broken helmet that's in the movie. No, cool. Uh, mm. But, but but yeah, Lego Star Wars. Like I didn't have any affection for Lego Star Wars, but. There, not only do I, did I think the game the game's okay, but like the cutscenes were like some of the best humor in video games. Period. 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 Yeah. And like some of the best cartoons I've ever well, seen. They they didn't use any dialogue, so they had to just suggest everything. And I, I with with grunts. And I love the the dialogue that introduces Yoda here. Hey. hey. Sounds like Yoda and Luke just fooling around in bed. <laughs> I uh, I wonder if there's a divide between Lego game fans because I I am firmly in the camp of pre-dialogue Lego games because the newer ones use Man. dialogue and it's really. I remember taking a preview at like PAX maybe ten years ago for the Lord of the Rings game and like when they started talking, I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, like this. Yeah. This is this a placeholder thing? This shouldn't be happening. This is awful. See, this Don't is what this. I was getting at earlier, where I feel like Traveler's Tales has been doing the Legos for so long now because yeah. they it, it works right. But and it was like I think they kind of struggled to find their footing for a while. Like they made a bunch of stuff before this, and then Lego yeah. Star Wars was yeah. a hit. I'm trying so, to remember the Saturn game I had at the end. And now, it, like, I was looking at the original Lego Star Wars, and I was like, yeah, I remember that one. And then I looked at the Force Awakens one, mm. and it was like a cover shooter with, like, space shooting segments that barely even looked like Legos anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, we yeah, streamed it. I wonder if they're it, pretty sick of making Lego games. We streamed it, and to me, that was one of the most miserable experiences of my life. I hated Lego Force Awakens. It's like, why is this 16 times the length of the movie? Yeah, they, they can get really repetitive, once. those games. And, you're just like, come and on. This is, this is so awful. And, like, you're just in a jungle with a couple Lego pieces. I hate this. Uh, I did. Uh, I didn't think we'd be talking about this. But I, I went and looked uh, at the Metacritic for all Lego games. Uh-huh. And by the way, 44 pages. <laughs> 44 Ooh. pages of distinct Lego games. Uh, would you like to know the worst and the best according sure. to Metacritic? Okay. So the best is, and I think this is a caveat, is Lego Harry Potter years one through four, the iOS version, because people who review mobile games will accept garbage. Okay. Uh, the, the, <laughs> what's, the, what's the best from a core console? Is it the the Marvel the P, Marvel the one? PC version by one point. Lego Star Wars two, the original trilogy, and and the Lego Star Wars two, the original trilogy tops the top five. 
I really love the open world. Is it Marvel? There, there's one that wasn't called the Avengers. It was like Marvel superheroes, the Lego right Lego yeah. Marvel superheroes. That one was really good. Yeah, I, I think yeah, those and the the DC ones that came out of Lego Batman were also open world. It's Lego like, Batman yeah. marked a turn for the series. That's when it became more actiony games. Because mm-hmm. remember before they were kind of they had a lot of environmental puzzle solving, whereas Batman's a lot less of that. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah. I think Batman still had that, but um, I, I feel like Lego. Star Wars is like we, we talked about they've made other Lego games before this like I remember like Lego Stunt Island like way yeah. back in the early 2000s sure. and thinking like wow finally something like is attempting to do like a family friendly version of like what Grand Theft Auto 3 does yeah and yeah. Uh, but but Lego Star Wars was like the first to really establish what we think of as like the Lego game formula where it's just like, yeah. yeah, here, destroy things to get a bunch of studs and you go, you build some things from these piles of bricks that are sitting around. And otherwise it's just a fairly standard, like jumpy slashy shooty game. It's a, I'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out though, that they've, they've tried like a Lego MMO and games where you actually build stuff yep. and they've never succeeded. And one of the reasons is, there's a little game called Minecraft that does that way better yeah. than any Lego game ever <laughs> yeah, what did. The, what was that Wii U launching at Lego Worlds or Lego City Worlds? Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's it like, was... that is an excellent game, but it turns out these things don't sell unless they're attached to a bigger property. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and no one cares about bland Lego shit. Even Dimensions had a difficult time. Yeah. 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 Well, they, they tried to do their own brands. Like Ninjago actually I think is pretty successful, oh, yeah. and that's Huge. like their own thing. Those games are fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, but they make they make do, do these games you're talking about the mobile versions like yes it might be boring for the Traveler's Tales people to keep making these but they are the just the last 20 pages money. of Metacritic are mobile games Lego they, mobile games with they no score. print so much money for them it's insane the lowest rated Lego game if I can bitch because I, I don't Please. have anywhere else to do it Lego Friends for uh, 3DS Lego Friends if you haven't seen these abominations oh they, are they're like Lego Duplos, trying right? to make their own action figures oh, they okay. are Skin-colored humans mm, whose yeah. feet and hands are the only thing resembling Lego men. These, these are and like the Legos I, for girls, aren't they? Well, I, they I was going to say, we have a couple Lego friends around the Allen household for sure. I hate them. I hate them so much. I love being a generic yellow dude and just like they all live in the same universe and you don't have to prefer one one color or the other or make that stupid decision for your kids, whatever color they are. And it, it, I hate this. I fucking hate this. I hate Lego trying to own its own brand. Like, you already have one. It's a Lego guy. That's you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every, every yeah. other character wants to be you. Every, like, Don, from Donald Duck to Darth Vader, they all want to look like you. Mm-hmm. People are scra- And I did find it, like, ironic. Two scores up, Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy for the DS, is the third lowest scoring Lego game huh. of all time. Hmm. Right, right underneath uh, Lego Lord of the Rings. I told you okay. for Vita. <laughs> no, for the DS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for Vita. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I always took Legos for granted, and I think for a long time assumed they were cheap because I had a bunch of them. Oh no! And then uh, years ago, at at our old job, Games Radar, um, I thought it would be funny to do like a photo heavy article. I remember this. About, like, other Lego games they should make. And my Photoshop skills were not great. So what did I do? I decided I need to actually build mock-ups of these games out of Legos. And I went to Toys R Us to buy a bunch of Legos. And I picked up a small set. And I'm like, what do you mean this is $60? Oh, my Christ. Yeah, that's out of control. 
Yeah, yeah and, thinking and, about the hours of fun you get out of a Lego game. Yeah, for, for sixty bucks. And and so yeah, I, I bought maybe wow. like didn't think about that two hundred dollars worth of Legos. And oh uh, I hope you expense that. Spent yeah, I, I think I expensed it. I don't remember, but I spent weeks setting this up, and our boss was getting testy with me because this was taking forever, and it was it was and just Michael always as takes hell. forever, but oh, this yeah. was like a different kind of forever. Yeah. <laughs> And, I remember this just because, yeah. like, uh, for, like, weeks, this was all you were doing. Uh-huh. And and I remember it now, and, like, did this job really exist? Yeah. <laughs> like, did someone really pay me to what? do this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And, yeah, and just, just meticulously posing and photographing and photoshopping all these fucking dioramas. And I did not understand what monkey's paw I was holding at the time because, like, Lego Lord of the Rings, that should happen. And thankfully, a bunch of those things never came to fruition, like Lego Terminator, Lego Grand Theft Auto, which was sort of actually Lego Lego City. Um, yeah, a little bit. Is that. And uh, what were some of the other ones? I forget. Um, oh, Lego Silent Hill. Um, I'd take any Silent Hill right now, honestly. But uh, <laughs> that might still be there in some form. You could look it up. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling. I'm having a real hard time finding this article. Hmm. But yeah, but. Lego games, man, that was incredible. I, 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 some of my anger with Lego games, um, man, I remember I did a video in 2014 about the best movie games of 20 years ago, and I looked, and there there have been four movie games based on movies released on consoles. Uh, no, there were what? two. There were two. Only two. And then for a while, the only way you could get a, a, a game based on your movie is if it was a Lego game, Lego game. there's not, yeah. a, Which there's we not a Pirates of the Caribbean 3 game. There's a Lego Pirates game. There's not yeah. a Lord of the Rings game. There's not a Marvel game. There's not a fucking Batman game. There's a Lego this and that. And it was, and I, I find them all very the same and pretty interchangeable. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. But, yeah, we, we overlooked those two because we're always like, man, they don't make movie games anymore. If they do, they're mobile, forgetting. Well, they do. They're just, just Lego games, and they're not targeted at us they're for kids and... i think they had the right idea with warriors making a movie game of a movie that wasn't being promoted mm-hmm. and i dream yes. of a world where that's the only kind of movie game and there's a bunch of them <laughs> the best movie game ever made greg if you've ever heard the show before i cannot stop talking about the Warriors. Oh, it's I've one heard. of it's my in my top five and, favorite movies and it's a fucking amazing game. and yet i have an idea for a movie game that would be even better if they would make it the big trouble Man? in little china game oh, please yeah. make a big trouble in little oh, china yeah game. someone should make all of these yeah yeah, you should uh, you should never play as Jack Burton. He should just be a useless hanger on at all right. times. Right, he'll never he'll never fight. He'll never fight the entire game. He should be your like you're like uh, he should be your Navi who just talks. To you. <laughs> your your entire job throughout the game is to get Jack Burton in the position where he can catch and throw a knife because that's just the one QT. <laughs> but instead of Navi saying, "Hey, listen," he goes, "You know what, old Jack Burton used to say? <laughs> Call that <laughs> melee combat." <laughs> <laughs> Jack Burton thinks uh, you should press A now to continue <laughs> scrolling the text. We all have decent Jack Burtons. I love it. Well, it's just, well, it's it's just Kurt Russell doing John, John Wayne. It's That's John Wayne, it yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> but uh, one, one quick thing about Lego Star Wars before I move on. Like I remember reading previews for it and somebody had said, like, wait till you see how Darth Vader tells Luke he's father without any words. And uh, it sounds exactly like this. Just 
holds up a photo of himself with Amidala. Lego Luke still jumps to his death. I was hoping he like drank from a world's best dad mug and then point points at Luke. Like <laughs> that would have been uh-huh. good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was I, I was watching it and half expecting maybe like you know point at the photo and point at himself and point at Luke or something like that. But no, he just shows off the photo and that's enough for Luke. Like, oh no, it's a photo of you without your mask with my mom. I guess. Right. Hmm. Spoilers. I, I thought I, Michael and I did a couple of things critiquing humor in games, and Lego nailed it ten years before anybody else did. Yeah, they're really funny, and and I hope hope Lego Star Wars Two is still I'm pretty sure it's still available on oh, whatever sure. platform. Yeah, probably. I think they've they've at this point they combined like all the Star Wars into like a mega yes, Lego the complete game trilogy, now. the yeah, complete yeah. saga. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Possibly, Which is hopefully, hopefully it doesn't saga. include Force Awakens because I fucking hate that. Mm. I love Force Awakens. Sick of Star Wars. New yeah. episode. <laughs> well, let's move on to the inevitable conclusion. Loop the loop. I never had one of those. Ah, uh, yeah. Forgot to mention, we're still putting the finishing touches on the track. Giant mechanical dinosaurs. We spared no expense. This is fucking crazy. It's so good. And this is, a, it has the perfect tutorial level. So this is, this is Forza Horizon 3, the Hot Wheels expansion. Yes. Do we, and do we make this our number one, the weakest this, delisted? Uh, yeah, delisted? I was going to say, if you want this, go buy it now because the game is $10, but it's going away. And the expansion pass, don't buy Lego by itself. That's 20 bucks. Buy or, the or expansion pass. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't buy the Hot Wheels expansion by itself. That's 20 Buy the expansion pass, which gets you the Hot Wheels thing and the other island pack for ten. So it's it's for for twenty dollars you can get Forza Horizon three and this thing and own it forever because nothing they will never make anything as cool as this again in a in a realistic racing game. It's so cool. Yeah, it is. Um, it adds a huge island. Yes. To to the open world of well, it's not really part of the open world. You travel to it, but it's 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 its own open world. Yeah, it's its and own world. it's just like this sprawling mess of like cityscapes and gigantic orange Hot Wheels track that you yes. can drive on, and that is sometimes being assembled in front of you, and you can go off ridiculous jumps. And uh, Hot Wheels kind of have their own ethos. Don't worry. Once you see Hot Wheels' idea of slow, you'll understand why we have to build up to fast. She says things like, if your wheels catch on fire, don't worry, that's good. Well, and they, they have, like, Hot Wheels cars that yeah. you slowly unlock, like, like recognizable. But yeah. then... Those bone shaker. Yeah, but part the of the appeal... To me, it wasn't about racing the Hot Wheels cars. It was about racing a fucking Lambo on the orange tracks. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm there for, is take the realistic cars and do the fun loop. Yeah, I know, I know it created damage to your car, but I feel like it was significantly less if you were to hit, like, a cement embankment. If you ran up against the side of the orange rails, yeah, and I didn't yeah. play enough Forza Horizon. Like I don't remember account encountering an upside down loop de loop, but here they're fucking everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, they're and in, in the tutorial mission, like what they're saying there, when they're like, "Ah, oh, we didn't quite finish the track." It's like literally dropping tracks in place in front of you, and then and you're jumping stuff, and it's yeah. it's a great intro. You know, you know what the island reminds me of is if you guys have ever been to Vegas, go to like you know how New York, New York, that hotel yes. has like a roller coaster mm-hmm. weaving yeah. throughout the buildings. Like that's basically what these tracks do around the cityscape. Yeah, and I, I love that your introduction to this is. Like, you meet some people on the beach that are driving the Hot Wheels cars, and they're like, they look pretty good here, but they'll look even better over there. And you see, like, this island out on the horizon, and you don't see any details, but then, like, just these two helicopters carrying this massive piece of orange plastic track <laughs> yeah. move toward the horizon. It's like, ah, that's that's awesome. It's fucking... Yeah, it's like, cool. the, the Forza games are so iterative, and, like, you always know Forza's gonna look good. It's gonna set, like... It's like for consoles, it's going to set like hardware benchmarks that like no one can achieve. But the idea that like so it's it's hard to look forward to even as a Forza fan because like I know what I'm getting. This was out of fucking nowhere and yeah. using all of that next gen prowess to make something low tech and small look big and crazy in the Forza universe. I, I, I can never stop talking about it. It's fucking beautiful. I love this. And, and uh, yeah, again, like Matt said, please go get this if you have any inkling. Cause yeah, yeah, you still get the you get the game. No, the Forza Horizon Three isn't on Game Pass. It's not. Only four is, but three by itself. If you don't get this with it, three is ten bucks, but it's only there for like another week because this it's got to be licensing with either the cars or music or whatever. But I actually prefer three. I've been playing a lot of both lately. Mm-hmm. I prefer the structure of three because four just it, it has sometimes that there's. Not the recent ones, but you know how we sometimes make fun like Assassin's Creed games. The map is just like, here, there are a thousand icons around you. Go explore. Forza 4 does that, whereas 3 is like, well, you're going to go to a place on the map and you're going to have to slowly unlock more icons. It, it doesn't overwhelm you as much. Mm. I do. I prefer the Australia setting, too, over the British setting. And then if you want to race in the snow, they have that expansion, which is the big snowy island expansion, which is really cool. But even there, so so they tried to repeat this the Hot Wheels thing with four, but they used Lego oddly enough instead. But it didn't; it wasn't as cool because it didn't have fucking loop de loops. Like it's like yeah, Lego cars. I don't know. It it just felt like well, it's Forza yeah. with with Lego. Why cars. don't I just go play Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts? Right. I've yeah. Build my own stupid car on an Xbox. <laughs> so I I think three is the superior Horizon game, and you can get it for super cheap. So yeah. go do it while you can. And and I'll say like I I never really played with Hot Wheels when I was a kid, and for whatever reason like I I graduated out of them at an early age, and like my my mom would make fun of me like Are you playing with cars? What are you two? Uh, what I remember mercilessly, fifty at fifteen years old, we're like, dude, we need some money uh, for the pizza. You have any money for the pizza? And we're fifteen, and a uh, friend Dan goes digging in his pocket, and a fucking Hot Wheels fell out. Like, <laughs> I don't know if he ever lived that down. Right? Like it was like it was like he shit his pants in front of us. Like why is there a Hot Wheels in your pocket? <laughs> I'll be honest, because they always put him near the checkout lines at grocery stores. To this day, if I see a cool Hot Wheel car, because they're like two bucks, I'll be like. Should I just pick, put, pick that up and put it on a shelf? You know, like, just, like, as a mm. cool car. Like, they yeah, have some cool-looking shit. I tend to graze, before the COVID, was grazing Walmarts because my life is empty and boring. And and they're, like, $2. And, like, yeah. this one looks like Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And this one <laughs> yeah. looks like Wolverine. Like, fuck, yeah, $2, yeah. gimme. 
That's I have a cool. big collection of cartoon Hot Wheels, more than I've ever had since I was like five. Here's the but, question: but even, even then, like, like I, I don't remember what they were called, but like the electric cars things that don't, don't exist anymore. The slot cars. With the, Slot slot cars, cars, yeah, the super yeah. Fast I, I don't remember what track. I remember my, my buddy shit Steve he's like this th- this shit is great you got to try this though you got to hear the sound that comes out of it and he put he, like put your face on the track and then he hit both paddles Shut and like up. shocked the shit out of my What face. an asshole <laughs> what a dick He shit Steve he's the best <laughs> <laughs> Well like Hot Wheels you I remember it when I was working at Fox we got we got a track in for something. I think it was tied to some movie, and we built a full-on Hot Wheels tracks in one of the offices with the loop-de-loop and like one of the fucking stunt things that, as a kid, I could never get to work. And we would like during our lunch, we had the Hot Wheels working, and like our boss just walked in one day and he goes, "What the fuck is this?" And then we showed him. He's like, "That's pretty cool." And then he's like, "Because <laughs> <down. laughs> yeah, I could never afford a ton of like the loop-de-loops, the orange track stuff, but I had some friends who did, and that's that's part of why this is attractive it's more yeah. orange track than you could ever ever yes. ever 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 yes. afford yes and it yeah. looks like i but to complete my thought from earlier like i was never really uh, into these but that iconic look and just yeah. the the huge bombast of the whole thing and the ridiculous like it, it, tracks turn until they're like vertical uh yes. and and yes there are gigantic fucking robot t-rexes that just stand there roaring just for effect <laughs> yeah. Um, like this, this is such a cool DLC, and like they really went the extra mile to kind of try and recreate the feel of these things. I was going to ask you, so Michael, you, I think you gave away your answer, but I guess this is a question for Chris and Greg. Were you more of a Hot Wheels or a Matchbox or a Micro Machines person? More Micro Machines. Up? They were cheaper. I can have more Micro. And I was there was this these things called Savage Mondo Blitzers, which were like. <laughs> You remember? Do you know what I'm talking about at all? That's that sounds like a strain that's, that's, of weed. That sounds like the that you drug they were selling in RoboCop too. <laughs> it was like freaky dudes and monsters and stuff riding on like what looked like the the axles of micro machines, and you'd get them in <laughs> like ridiculous. a four pack shit, of like wow. just like freaky abominations. So were these like? On them. Did Big Daddy Roth design these? What was the deal? Freaky about one of the guys know. is a bowler. It was just like one of those <laughs> random bowler. things you find in the toy store, and it was like cheaper than most of the other toys. So I convinced mm-hmm. someone to get it for me. Yeah, one is an eyeball with a gun. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love repurposed toys because they probably were 90s. built on old like strip chassis of like. Well, micro I love it. Yeah, it's a yeah. skeleton with a sword riding on four wheels, yeah. and, and this one is a guy throwing a stick to a dog. But he's missing an arm, and the dog has his arm in his mouth. Hell yeah. I don't I know. that one. Yeah, like, that's a joke that works once, and you just, just sit there and look at it forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, growing up, I I don't think I ever had one. I, I had, like, one friend that had... Do you guys remember the... It was just a giant wheel that you were supposed to store all your Hot Wheels in. Like, it was just, like, a carrying case. Mm-hmm. It's like, I only had, like, two or three ever, so I never could really do yeah, that. Yeah, I remember but, uh, those. I, it, like Grim wrote an article for us a long time. I remember it because it was called Hot Wheels, A Man Baby's Delight. <laughs> and I think you, you heard Brett and uh, his buddy Josh bitch about that. Like Hot Wheels has those adult fans and they will they will intercept someone bringing a pallet off of a truck behind a Toys R Us to be like, is it the Hot Wheels? The Hot Wheels? You got the new Hot Wheels? Yeah. Like, uh, drug addicts, basically, who's <laughs> showing up to Toys R Us. <laughs> it's adult drug addicts. Looking for Hot Wheels. It's a it's a fandom I don't truly understand, but uh, serious. Yeah. I like. Man. If, I, I walked through there recently, and like you can get Dumbo as a Hot Wheel. You can get Street Fighter 
characters as a Hot Wheel. Fucking cool. Fucking cool. Well, the, the other cool thing about them is they're metal, too. They always have this really cool feel and weight to them compared to I like to putting them in my mouth, and I can, like, taste them now. But, like, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not kidding, yeah. Yeah, they have a metallic taste, for sure. I don't think I ever, like, consciously processed that Matchbox cars and Hot Wheels were different things. Yeah. 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 yeah they, I mean, because I didn't have a ton of Legos. I had, like, a Costco bucket of Tyco blocks and, and like, Tyco. one Lego set. But they all work the same together because they're the same scale. Hmm. I always figured like Matchbox cars were like the the Pepsi to Hot Wheels. Is I was just about to call. Them, I, I was going right. to call them like the Paul Mall cigarettes to the Marble of Hot Wheels or something. Just like sure, <laughs> like the cheap cheap, cheap brand. They're, they're, I don't know. They're the B team brand. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. They were the GoBots, and I know the GoBot Lego or the GoBot Transformers thing. I'm just doing that to piss people off. Yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, but yeah. All right. uh, but Hot Wheels. Get Hot it. Wheels. I, I, is I it thought... still available? Is it still up? I thought you were trying to segue into talking about the Micro Machines game, which there have been a I bunch was, of yeah, those. games I suggested that were really fun yeah. and uh, made total sense to me. Monster in My Pocket Micro Machines, two great games that were you playing as toys. Yeah. And, and, yeah, Monster in My Pocket looks super good. That's like the golden age of it, Konami. So I did I did play that a bit. Uh, that was up for consideration at one point. And yeah, it plays like a fusion of Castlevania, Rescue Rangers, and... Um, Power was blade. The third thing, not power blade, but uh, damn it, uh, shatter hand, Custer's revenge. <laughs> so, I oh, saw a moment that looked kind of like Sonic, where you're like speeding down a an incline and like just crashing. Yeah, you can you can like ride down the stairs and uh, just uh, eventually. Brett you start loved it, and we did and... we did a whole playthrough on our on uh, YouTube.com/slash laser because well, weren't the monsters oh. based? They weren't. They weren't universal monsters, Chris. But they were like the universal They're, monster. You play as Frankenstein right? and, and Dracula, yeah. called like Vampire and Monster. Yeah, the original the, Ninja Turtles game. That's what I was trying to compare it to. But yeah, Dracula and Monster. And, and the story it has a story that like the bad guy was trying to shrink his enemies and ended up shrinking everyone. So you're not only playing as these monster in my pocket toys, which are like muscle men. Uh, you're playing as a toy in a big, big, big world, mm-hmm. like running across kitchen counters and sinks and shit. Yep. And Micro Machines are the same, like a really good isometric racing game where you're playing through, you know, living rooms and stuff. And I was kind yeah. of surprised playing that the first time. I was like, this is really fucking fun. I guess Codemasters yeah. is good at racing games or something. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they, they ended up building something out of it. <laughs> I wonder. But yeah, recommend recommend tracking down both of those if you can. Um, but anyway, that has been our top five. So on that note, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Daytona, Indianapolis, and Get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. <laughs> 
But I'm like, are you forgetting how many good Batman movies there are? Yeah. And then we were even chatting about it like, earlier this week. 50%, 50%, 50% of Batman movies are good. And I've learned to enjoy Forever and Robin, if that's what you're thinking. But I, I will never enjoy the Zack Snyder movies. Those are bad Batman movies. So that was leading into my next thing, which is bad like, Batman. I did not like Batflex. So I don't actually care if he's reprising the... I, I don't feel like he got a fair shake. I like Batman in Justice League, but like that's not real. It's a, it's a, it's a course correct from two bad movies. And, yeah, and and, and and so then of course the Snyder cut they showed, and I thought that trailer was a joke. I thought I said, "Oh, someone <laughs> put together a spoof trailer using using Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah." You fucking internet, you got him, got him. And then it's like, no, that's the I real don't trailer. I don't know how it's going to be. I, I feel like we're watching the Republican National Convention, and you will hear no one ever, <laughs> ever evoke George W. Bush's name, the last person since Ronald Reagan to win two terms as a Republican. And he's embarrassing to bring up. That's when this is over, you guys will never talk about Justice League again. You will I, never I, I thought what you're you're heading and, and then it, it's the perfect description. Zack Snyder is the RNC of the DC unit of directors. He's the he's George the W. Bush. It was better than other things, but it's still terrible. <laughs> Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our final segment, where we will not fuck around or make jokes about things or talk about politics, because it's time to talk about the things that we call... Come on, my Thank you, Oh, man, what is out this week? Uh, Vader Immortal on PS4 is a thing. Mm. PSVR specifically. The VR one? The the Oculus exclusive is out? Yes, the episodic game. Fuck! I heard that was really good. Yeah. Unlike the Iron Man. (laughs) I didn't know it was episodic. Wait, it's episodic? What? I I think so. I thought it was just like one of those VR experiences that was fun for an hour and then you're done with it. Eh, This is a real game? But it's got lightsabering, so... And uh, yeah, what sure. I what I've played of it on Oculus Quest was pretty cool. So nice, nice. Yeah, I really wanted to play this. this. This looked very cool. I'm really. I I was afraid it was like the one game I know will be trapped on certain VR devices is Half Life Alex. But this mm. was kind of the other one that I'm like I had VR envy. Like fuck, that's the one I want to play. So now that it's on PSVR, I can play it. Yay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very cool. Battle Toads. Yes, I played a lot more Battletoads. Hmm. Um, we talked about it last week, and, and I've played it. I've streamed it. Um, hot tip. Just play on easy. It is a remarkably enjoyable game on easy compared with any of the other difficulty settings. I don't know if it was one of those deals where they got into their own head like, well, we have this reputation. Battletoads was hard. We have to be hard. Oh, that's interesting because I've been hearing that it, it wasn't as hard but i yeah that's like a broadly applicable life hack though that like Mm. playing games on easy is often it often makes the game way better so i think the people who are saying it wasn't as hard played through the first power bike mission because that is super easy but also Uh, super long and super tedious regardless of difficulty level because that's the one like all you're trying to do is dodge things so it doesn't really change much with difficulty But I think they got the feedback on the original power bike level and was like, okay, we have to make this at least passable for people. Um, It's not that it's hard, like, oh, God, like, there's too much going on. It's that it 
on on anything normal difficulty or above the enemies become really damage spongy like people on my stream are like god it's taking you four or five combos to kill trash mobs that should be a one or two combo enemy yeah. whereas on on easy or tadpole difficulty as they call it uh it it's perfect and it's it's exactly how you would you know having played streets of rage 4 earlier this year it's it's kind of more like that like okay it might take one or two combos you got these guys down i don't know I, I don't want to dive too much into details of difficulty. Just, just to, to take a step back, this is the 2D cartoony Battletoads game. And I know people made fun of the art style. I actually really fucking dig it. It, it feels huh. like a show that would have been on 2000's Cartoon Network. Like it, yeah, it, it, like I, I get it because it looks like a 90s Fox Kids cartoon. Yes, yes. yes. It, it looks exactly like a Nicktoon in the exact same style of when Battletoads was a household name. Yeah, it's sort of realizing what it wanted to be the whole time. It makes sense. The art style, I have no complaint. I even, I even they got the the Rick and Morty guy is uh, Pimple. Uh, uh, no, Pimple's the big Pimple's the big one. He's the big buff guy. He's Rasher's Rash is the sunglasses. Ryan Ridgely, who has great lines of Rick and Morty. This giant is free five fo fee to go home. <laughs> it's it, like sounds that like guy is one of the. That, it's either Rasher Zitz is the one who thinks he's the leader. He's the yeah. speedy one. Mm-hmm terms of that like 90s cartoon stuff it does also come with the occasional joke that hits like it it can be funny but it's like half the stuff hits like sometimes i couldn't tell like are they self-aware with this or not like self-aware like they they constantly make jokes about how like it's been 26 years since they've had a game but some some of the jokes do fall flat. Some of the VO is like, oh, did you just grab Greg from down the hall to do your VO? But then I was like, oh, no, I think that's intentional. Like, I think they grabbed bad – like, they did intentionally bad VO on a couple characters. Like, hmm. it's it's hard to tell. Like, but it when it works, it's pretty – like, I just wanted yeah. to sit and watch the cartoon segments. Like, they're pretty funny. That's, that's like, what I was – not since, like, Final Fantasy X have I been that excited because – I think the cutscenes work. Yeah, uh, yeah, the job segment of the second level <laughs> worked. Really that was perfect. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one, one, one and, turnals like stamping and, autographs. And, and I like the the first boss when you defeat him. He's like, "At last, I go into the afterlife." Wait, there's nothing here. Make the most of the time you have. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few jokes like that where you're just like, "Oh, yeah, that was that was pretty yeah. fucking good." <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so some of the stuff is funny. The gameplay. Hit or miss. Uh, the beat 'em up stuff can be fun. Again, adjust your difficulty. Some of the mini games, like there's some, the shmup levels are fucking fun where your spaceship blowing shit up. Um, some of the mini games are fun. Is there Tor- a snake I- level? I haven't encountered a snake level. Hmm. I'm, I'm toward the end of the third act. I and encountered this- a turbo bike level and yep. put my controller down and turned yeah. back on Mortal Shell and like, <laughs> I may never go back to this. This is terrible. There's a 2D side-scrolling level kind of like the turbo bike level from the original that is kind of like you have to land on certain platforms and hit a certain button to grind on it. And it actually gets kind of frantic. Um, I'm in the end of the third act. All of a sudden, I hit a wall where they, out of nowhere, just start having random platforming levels. Like, not beat-em-up platforming, just platforming. And it's really slowed the pace of the game down to a grinding halt. It's like, whoa, what what's going on here? Um... And in those levels, it feels like it feels like the Rayman games that are built using UBR. And then all it just all it kind of made me remember was like, oh shit, I really just want a new Rayman UBR game. <laughs> like that's this isn't that. Uh, those are probably the best platformers ever. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I had nothing to do with them, but thank you. They're real good. <laughs> 
Well, disclosure, I work for Ubisoft. I'd say as a Game Pass game, it is definitely worth checking out. It scratches a little bit that nostalgia itch, but they do try new things. But I I was telling you guys before I, before I did easy difficulty, I was like, I'm not sure I want to go back to this. Definitely play an easy. You will enjoy it a lot more is my recommendation. Do they still do the thing where you have the giant fist and giant foot yes oh yeah, oh, it, yeah. yeah and that's one of my complaints in the beat-em-up segments is it there's not many combos uh, for per per character uh one cool thing kind of like a marvel versus capcom or, or like a tekken tag you can tag in any of the toads at any time um to like even continue your combos but it, it's really helpful if you're playing single player like you can basically switch to a guy with with full life and then you know switch out when his life gets low and it'll kind of recharge in the background as you're playing as another one they're also very generous especially on the easy difficulties with like uh the checkpoints will basically revive all of your toads if the if the other ones have died where it's like okay now now they're all full health and, and ready to go to finish out the level so i also kind of like that uh thinking about rash that he is like the the one with the sunglasses yeah and yeah. like the ultimate warrior armbands and it's like he was in the '90s. He's the cool one, which means yes. that now he has to be the pathetic one. Like he's he's the burnout who still talks like a '90s surfer dude. He's the one that <sighs> wants to be famous still, yeah. and the other ones have moved on. Uh-huh. Like, and he just yeah. seems kind of sad as a result. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he's the master shake of the crew. If I mm. was to assume, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So at the Video Game Awards at the end of the year, when they inevitably unveil their best beat 'em up category. <laughs> uh, does it hold? Does it stand a chance against Streets of Rage Four? Not no. even fucking close. Not even no. close. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it, it does not. No. It's different though. It, but that's it's it's only a beat 'em up half the game, and that's what I forgot. Like, oh yeah, Battletoads always did the, the you know it, it it changes things up on you. It did. Do they, they have a first person segment where you get to throw shit? No, there's no way they could do that with that engine. Not yet. They have a mini a missile command segment where you're playing as Greek pottery trying to shoot shit coming at you that's kind of cool not bad uh i also played a bit of samurai jack battle through time how was that what kind of game is that it's well it's a hack and slasher um i've heard it compared to ninja gaiden with like arkami combat um you know action platformer with melee and every so often like oh now is the time where they put up the spirit barrier and you need to beat x amount of enemies before you can move on but it's fun uh, it's it's well designed and it makes me wish that I had actually watched more of Samurai Jack uh, when that was on. Because I guess mm. it's it's uh, placed sometime during the finale where like Jack becomes unstuck in time, but he it, the game is him like playing through his his old adventures and just kind of oh so so Beardo Jack is in here yes okay but but for the most part you're you're playing as clean cut jack but it's also kind of cool because uh your clothes come off the more you get injured so he goes yeah. from like you know typical yeah, samurai jack to like thirst trap his his tunic falls down around his waist and like when he's near death like his hair comes undone and he has long hair so like okay. that's kind of cool all right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I i enjoyed my time with it i so, i, I cool. was looking at re- reviews of that are all over the place depending on whether Samurai Jack is one of those things I don't know a lot about, but I love Jen, Jenny Tartakovsky mm-hmm. and I do primal is one of the best things in like the last 10 years. Yeah. I, I need to finish it. that. I watched like two episodes and was blown away. And then wow. it's, uh, you've track. seen it too, Michael, haven't you? I haven't. No, I, th- I thought we talked about it. No, 
the, the caveman and the dinosaur, no dialogue. I think I've seen uh, like yeah. one promo for it, but that's about it. Oh, you would, lo- dude, you would love it. It's what, so yeah. good. Yeah, episode two or three made my wife cry. Oh, yeah, really? it's fucking awesome. Uh, but but I, I'm a little. You know, I was like 20 when St. My Jack came out. Well, do do yeah. we know why it, it, this is coming out now? Is there a revival? Like, well, they, they made on? a new series last year. Okay, um, and, and uh, they added like what was like a season four, like tw- like 15 years after the fact. Yeah, something like that. I think they did. Yeah, four and a five. To but I think it. because. Gendy Tartakovsky is a fucking genius. Like it's held up really well, and it's been rediscovered other places. So it's you know it's not unlike us as little kids playing a Superman game. Or, is this know. the same era Cartoon Network as like Johnny Bravo and Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, it's a bit long, like, like a like like three years time. after hmm. the, that heyday. But Samurai Jack is a. Huh. Everyone I know who has watched the show can't stop talking about it. Hmm. Well, because it's it's so open ended that it's basically just like an experiment experimental grounds for like cool animation shit, you know. And they can just like riff on their favorite movies. There's like a Thunderdome episode, you know, hmm. and like sometimes it's cyberpunk and sometimes it's like you know feudal japan style or like you know they can basically just do whatever they want with it it's 2020 to the game you know we got thunderdomes we have cyberpunk yeah (laughs) anyway yeah well i put this on here michael and chris i know we all played this i don't know greg did you play the marvel avengers open beta at all last weekend no no i missed it ah uh did you guys want to talk about it at all or, or wait till the full game's out no, I want to talk about it immediately. Okay, 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 I want to talk about it. how okay, shitty okay, the good. fucking sign-up process is. Oh. I got a bone to pick about people complaining about the QTE thing, too. So hmm, I didn't that? see that as much as I just, you know, having played it, I was talking just talking about, like, Battletoads, the normal mode, how, how damaged spongy the enemies are. If I am the Incredible Hulk, I should not have to punch most enemies more than one fucking time. I'm Thank sorry. I, I, uh, I am Earth Mightiest Heroes, and you're playing as Hulk through a lot of it, and, like... Man, he gets damaged, and it's really hard for him to hurt anyone. Yeah, and, <laughs> and in the midst of like, gotta upgrade your nanites, bro. It's <laughs> in the midst of it's like, no. like the you know we've seen Marvel, uh, Captain America: Civil War. Like, dude, you kill hundreds of humans in this game. I love that it's a loot game, so all of Hulk's loot is just like different skeletal parts inside. Yeah. And <laughs> it's 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 a laugh to me. It's a already a laughable cliche of two-year-old gaming tropes i had heard comparisons to destiny there is no fucking way i'll ever want to play one of these levels again Mm. how how would you want to do that like nothing is nobody's control everyone has different controls to their credit because everyone controls differently yeah they do and and some some were way more fun than others I, this is going to sound like a bad comparison. And again, this is just a beta, but it's getting close to the launch. I got way more Anthem vibes than Destiny vibes. Just oh. even in terms of the mission, like the, the I didn't, open I didn't world Anthem. nature I would, of the I missions. was having a blast playing as a, a Miss Marvel, a Kamala Khan. Yeah. And and then like, I find like, oh, I have, they keep telling me about my inventory and I don't give a shit. And I look it up and like, oh my... I have 16 different emblems to choose from, all that yeah. which offer boosts and power-ups, yes. and I don't have any of the any of the six resources to required to use it that are distinct between characters. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you think I'm going to play this level again? Some of this was terrible. 
it because it's in beta we're not seeing but it screams to me like oh shit they're gonna try to monetize like all of this aren't they like you're gonna be buying resource packs to upgrade this shit and i'm not interested in that at all you know yeah and i I don't hate the character designs and i don't hate the story and i love bearded hulk and i think it's 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 pretty glossy and looks really good for a a current gen game Mm -hmm. but like uh no no, in, in part, like, <laughs> I'm walking around as Kamala Khan, wa- opening crates, loot crates, gold crates. I'm like, it, yeah. so when it I'm playing weird. as Iron Man, do I have to stop and go to the ground and open you crates do. as you Tony do. Stark? The Hulk has opened my shit. It is weird, the idea a that a superhero is going around picking up gear and loot. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Thor's a god. Yeah. <laughs> Thor's a god. Do I really have to like go to the ground and stop what I'm doing to open a crate and watch this yeah. animation as I might get what I? Yuck! I mean the whole yuck, does. yuck, yuck. But but that's like I was talking about it with you guys and th- like I feel like there's too much loot in this because like there's a scene where you're just like going around the old decrepit headquarters as Kamala Khan and looking for whatever and there's like a ton of loot crates around and you pop them open and it's just like I've collected like five of the same piece of gear each yeah. one better than the last there's no action here why yeah yeah, yeah and there's sucks. there's commons and rares and epics for each and one and I never You're I like, never oh, noticed no. it until that segment because like I guess they weren't really hammering at home but like I'm filled with fucking dread cuz like none of this was beyond a 7 to me is that going to be the tower, like the Destiny Tower in that game? Is just the, that that little t- small dude? Place? If you have to stop and do that as every character, I will fuck. I will uh, pre-order un un pre-order. No, <laughs> um. oh, that that is actually what stopped me from like I, I got to a certain point and then I realized like oh I'm not this won't save any of my progress when the full game comes out. I'm gonna have to play through all these mm. cutscenes and story beats again. I think I'd rather just experience right, it like, when it comes out. I'd heard them say that, yeah, you'll want to replay these levels over and over again. Like, absolutely not. Are you kidding? Like, there's a lot of walking and talking. I would never do this again. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, Destiny works because, like, it's a solid shooter and you can feel yeah. yourself getting better. I could never feel myself getting better. Destiny doesn't get game. enough credit that moment-to-moment feel, the reason you're okay replaying those missions is it's the best feeling shooter that's ever been yeah. created. And like, there's a bunch period. of stuff in this game. Like, when if they finally opened up the beta, it's like, man, I, Hulk sucks. Why? Oh, gear, gear, loot. Yeah. Oh yeah, they want Fuck they want you. me to be Uber Hulk. <laughs> I um, although I will, Hulk is my favorite character to play as in that thing. Like I had the most fun playing as Hulk. That's the other kind of thing that. So the reason I quit playing is because it hard crashed on me several times and just straight up dropped me out of the game once during a multiplayer session. Now again, this is a beta, so they could fix this. The whatever the net code is, the connectivity, like, man, enemies were just disappearing mid combo on me off the screen. My my teammates, because I did some matchmaking with real humans and they were just, dis, you know, kind of glitching all over the screen and then eventually just dropped me out. And I'm Jesus. like, and I'm on a hardwire connection. So I'm like, it's not my Internet. Like, what yeah, the fuck? I, I, mean, is I hope I'm not shitting on it too much. There's a lot of hope riding on this. I miss Marvel there. The. 11 years of the MCU. Iron Man is dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we've never had a fucking triple A Marvel game. Yeah. And uh, Arkham has set the bar for comic book characters. And this is the opposite of Arkham. It is not Arkham in the slightest. The Black Widow sections were the most like Arkham, hmm. which I, I do want to tip my hat to 
the developers there because like the last time I played as Black Widow was in Disney Infinity where I shot wrist lasers and like well I'll never use this character yeah, there's, there's guns there's guns <laughs> and, and and but she was the most Arkham like with like a sense and a speed and uh, evasive moves and yeah. good good hand to hand stuff so and if Destiny is a shooter looter and this is a beat 'em up would this be a blooter? Or sleet him up. Sleet him up also yeah. works. Or a shitter. <laughs> it just seems <laughs> like yeah. It just seems like the the cast is too diverse in their abilities to do them all justice in a single game. Yeah, I, I, I actually thought that was shocking. Like I didn't hate playing as any character but Thor, but I didn't get a lot of time with him. He's just in that one intro mission that I that I. But, when, but when I was yeah, playing. like everyone plays way differently. Yes, and and but the thing yeah. is, when you're on those missions. You, there's only one. They don't let two Hulks go on a mission. So if you do matchmaking for, for basically their version of strikes, it's mm-hmm. like you, you're either going to wait around in matchmaking until someone says, okay, fine, we need a Hulk, or you better get used to playing all those characters. That is asinine. That yeah. is so crazy. Yeah. But it's, the, it's been the longest time since I played a Marvel game where every character isn't the same. Um, mm. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, it, every character is the fucking same. Yeah, every character. True. Yeah. Um, I will. I will say. I like. I. I was surprised that it defaulted to online co-op. I didn't. It, it took me a minute to notice that. It's like that. My Hulk has like a gamer tag, and I'm like, no, I reject <laughs> personal connection, and uh, <laughs> immediately just backed out of that and was like, okay, single player only. Hulk is now AI, and uh, I, I that I did take issue with is when I was playing with AI. Like, look, so I was playing as as Kamala, and mm-hmm. it, I'm dude, I'm. I'm gonna get them confused. So it's Kamala is the future vice president. Kamala Hopefully. is the it's Marvel Kamala character. Kamala is Miss Marvel. Interesting. Yeah. So I um. So I'm playing as as Kamala, and the Hulk is the AI character, and I'm like, well, he should just be killing everyone because he's the fucking Hulk, and he's just basically a distraction that is not finishing off any of the enemies. I'm like, this hmm. sucks. Like, if you're gonna have AI superheroes, they should kill people. They they should finish off dudes. You know, like it's it's. I don't know. It's uh, I'll, final words for me. It's still beta. I saw a lot of potential. It's out next week. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping some of the stuff like the connectivity is addressed by then. We shall see. So No, I think this is a fucking disaster in the making. We'll see. That's see. my prediction. Yeah. Uh, and like, and there's probably a good single. I wish I could, like, let me give you $80. Take the loot out. Let me play the story. Hmm. <laughs> Let me play with characters with powers. Do like Ghost Recon Breakpoint did, add a ghost mode. What Michael said, yeah. but, but <laughs> yeah, this sucks. Like I, I, I don't see this not sucking. I, I really hope it doesn't suck because I really want a fun AAA Marvel game. So we'll see. Um, there's a bunch of titles that didn't come out by the time we recorded that we will talk about some of these next week, not all of them, but uh, so the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remastered comes out uh, yesterday as you're listening to this. So does uh, Project Gotham, uh, Project Gotham, Project Cars Three. I, I just I just wanted to say this about Marvel, a, a dumb memory from the before times. Uh-huh. They revealed this to us at a advanced screening of Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Wow, was that 2017? Yeah, yeah. And because of the the rules of Alamo Draft House or California, they couldn't continue to service beer. So instead, they filled up like 190 pints of beer at the door that you could pick up on your way in. And wow. I just thought about like 
open glasses of liquid <laughs> in Boy. 2020. Like, yeah. oh man, why did I? Ooh, never pick those, those up. Those were the before times for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Other other things. So next week is the official launch of Madden NFL 21. Although you can, um, if you if you're part of EA Access, you could be playing it now. Hmm. They do that thing where you. They cap the number of hours you can play it, but you can play games a week early. Uh, Wasteland Three is coming out, and then do you do you really have enough time to play Madden when you could be out there shooting Black Lives Matter protesters? Oh, All right, Jesus, I've been, I've Jesus. Joke. Uh, no one's even laughing. You're, you're interrupting me. my list for that joke. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Uh, and then finally, Captain oh, Subasa. There's a new Captain Subasa game, guys. We were just talking about Captain Subasa. <laughs> Uh, Captain Zabasa Rise of New Champions comes to Switch, which is that weird... It used to be a soccer RPG. Now it's an arcade soccer game, which bums Mm. me out. I want soccer RPGs. Soccer PG. Soccer uh, PG. Yeah, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, I have heard one thing about that that is a little Mm. worrisome, and somebody was complaining that uh, it it introduces online play, which is cool, but it (laughs) makes you disband your party at the end of every mission, or you replay the mission. But if Ooh. you want to move forward, you have to disband. Like, that well, doesn't sound great. I mean, in a game that originally required you to hook four GB, GB, they weren't dual screens. Even. They it were was Game just Boy GBAs, right? Yeah. It was, it, I'm thinking of the, what was the game, game Boy Advance that had the flip screen? Not the, not the, the SP. Yeah. The you, SP. You yeah. The SP. Yeah. But th- yeah, this was a game that literally required the GBA link uh, if you wanted to play multiplayer. So <laughs> anything's better than that. Mm. Still laughing at myself from earlier. I wonder if that's going to be cut. Who knows? <laughs> who, who knows? Oh, I'm leaving it in. You, the more you reference it, the harder it is to cut back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a podcast in joke because we oh, all have been there. We're like, fuck, he oh talked God. about it again, didn't yeah. he? I can't, I can't, I can't edit can't it. delete this. It sets up too many later jokes. Yes, I know. I've I been don't there. Care. Been I don't there. care. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. I deserve it. <laughs> we don't. We don't deserve you, buddy. Uh, Michael, that's all the new releases. Why haven't you played the new sound yet? For Christ's sake! Because I was waiting for you to to get flustered so that I could uh, subject you all to this and make it less painful that way. News. Jokes on you, pal. I never get flustered. Hmm. You know who might be getting flustered is Epic. Or maybe Apple. I can't tell. I need a lawyer to explain to me who's winning. But the fight continues. No one. I need a lawyer to explain to me whose lawsuit merch I should buy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Apple's selling any, though. By, by the, oh, I'm sure in Fortnite there's a pack. They got a bundle for that yeah, shit. Apple has something more valuable than merch. So, actually, um, there's been a couple updates since we, we first announced this last week. Um, Microsoft came out basically in support of Epic. Uh, they had an official statement from Phil Spencer, uh, and they, but they filed in court a, a statement in support of Epic's request. Uh, mostly they were filing that they wanted Epic to continue to have access to the Apple SDK for the Unreal Engine because they were like, Microsoft, Microsoft's not stupid. They know how many games run on Unreal and they're like, fuck, if this fucks over Epic's Unreal business, that's bad for our business. So fuck this. And and and, and a, a judge ruled that like it's ba- it's bad for developers and i love that the judge said and gamers yes yeah the the judge basically gave them an injunction i and again i feel like god i wish we had a legal consultant to to help understand some of this but basically the injunction keeps uh epic in the developer program for apple but Mm -hmm. 
the judge did say, nah, Fortnite still has to be off the store. Like, you yeah, can, you un, can un, kick un, Fortnite People out. have access to Apple tools who are running Unreal games on the Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. but Fortnite, which just announced, like, it's new fucking season and Marvel shit that will not go to Apple at all. Yeah, people are so excited for that too. It's it's like the worst timing. It's for both really parties weird. for this to be happening because I think I think if like pressure was on Apple before, wasn't on Apple before. Like, dude, when Fortnite players who don't give a shit about game news, like, why the fuck can't I get any updates? But it's also bad for Epic. Like, Epic's gonna lose a ton of money not being on Apple. If I, that I think there are hits. millions of people. Uh, Fortnite players who don't know that this is happening and mm-hmm. will know the second this happens. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that'll make things a little more interesting. And again, if I wasn't clear last time, fuck Apple, and then fuck Epic, slightly less. It's it's, it's we're it's just two really rich companies arguing over money, and it feels so weird. But it's also like it's such an important lawsuit because it affects so much yeah. of the rest. Epic of the Epic has a, a firmer ethical leg to stand on. Mm. Uh, but but I, I really hate Apple for this and fuck Apple. Um, I, I don't know. I just got all my parents in the Apple environment. I was like, "What's up with this Fortnite stuff?" I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> oh yeah, this doesn't concern. This doesn't concern you, Dad. You might never play Fortnite. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I want to pwn noobs, son. I don't. Dude, I'm not kidding. Like if that's if I did. I, I may have brought this up last week. I, I can't remember. I'm always drunk. Uh, my dad called me. And after talking to his politician friend who wants to start playing games because he's a candidate for dementia. And it's like, what mm. games do I play? What games should we play to like maintain our memory when we enter our 70s? Picross, like, baby. Give him Picross all day long. I, yeah, it's like, I, wow, I remember Brain Age was like marketing itself on that. And it was proved kind of like, you know, there's a Sudoku puzzle on all those Brain Age games, which probably do more for your cognitive abilities yeah uh yeah like i I didn't know what to tell him but like uh yeah like him and his his old friends are looking for games to sharpen their brains as they enter their 70s just buy him super mario party and then you're going to discover them all stabbed to death just fighting over that fucking game (laughs) like can you imagine that like a a fucking 72 year old asked me for game recommendations having never played a game in his life should have just given him a bunch of hentai game recommendations (laughs) i i sent him monument valley that's a good (laughs) one for the iphone my mom loves monument valley no yeah monument valley is like is is great it's a, a smart game that I think uses that I knew he would be e- able to understand the controls of very easily. Yeah, Monument Valley is um, great. The hentai version, Mamory Valley, is also very good. Mamory Valley, we can do that too. Sure. I hope Greg is still alive during all this. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was just thinking about my mom getting old and being at <laughs> Wait, risk. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Greg. Your mom will never die. Don't, don't listen to anybody. I was just thinking about what games I would recommend. What about the what games would you recommend to your mom? Well, mom, you got to start with God Hand. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, the answer is Dream Daddy. Every mom wants to, to have a dad go on dates with other hot daddies. Like, come on! I'm just waiting for that boyfriend dungeon game to come out. Ooh, really quick name drop, fun moment for me because it's not really a name drop. I was on a conference call this week with the woman whose voice I recognized, uh, and and I'm like, what? What is? What did I recognize her from? And then she revealed she was the voice quote-unquote voice of Amanda from Dream Daddy. And I'm like, yes, I recognize those grunt sounds that Amanda made. I was talking to the Amanda. <laughs> Man, the, the last time that happened, I was trapped on in purgatory hold with Nancy Grace on a fucking sponsor. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus. A sponsor call. And I was, Nancy, I don't know 
what exactly this is supposed to do for hair growth. But uh, <laughs> it, it's why I like patreon.com slash laser time. I don't have to talk to Nancy Grace. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so real quick, uh, and I might as well make this quick because Nintendo sure made it quick. Nintendo had one of their mini directs, direct minis, but it, it, it's the ones they call the partner showcase. Fanboys are pissed about this. The only thing I'm pissed um, is, can Nintendo please tell us before they do these, not just day of, like, ah, by the way, here's the thing, haha, fuckers, like... Just a day in advance. That's all I need. Just the evening before. Like, hey, by the way, there's a direct tomorrow morning at 630, just so I can be aware of it. I, I think, but you're you're a marketing guy. I think um, announcing these things in advance takes away some of their urgency. And especially when they're not announcing new Nintendo games. So, like, boom! Massive drop. Everyone pay attention. There's something new Nintendo we can talk about. I, I think the, the other, maybe more realistic angle is... They know the reaction to a lot of the announcements in this might not be so hot. And so it's like if we pre-announce it and then it doesn't have a lot of cool shit in it, we could get even that's, worse. That's the backlash. thing. Like the announcements like, and all these things are fucking hot. They're good. They're okay. They, it's all good shit. Fans it's just are like it's not like, do you want to release it in Breath of the Wild 2? You'll be disappointed. But like, it's all good shit. It's all good yeah. shit. This one was, was unique because it had like a rhythm game angle to it. Like yeah. a lot of the announcements they made were so rhythm games. Mostly game rhythm games. And like that, that first uh, Kingdom Hearts game that looks like Amplitude, that seemed kind of cool. Melody of uh, Memory? Uh-huh. Which someone in the Laser Time community pointed out, <laughs> there is exclusive story elements of, in this God, game. of course there is. That game, <laughs> that game is also hitting in the murderer's row of weeks. November 13th, that's like when Cyberpunk's hitting. Mm. That's when I think the new Call of Duty's hitting. Like... That's some kind of programming. Um, I didn't wasn't even aware that there was a new harmonics game in the works, but this is the Fuser is their collaborative game. They showed off some of that. Look kind of cool. It's got like electronica games that you kind of do with other people online, like people were playing Dead Mouse songs and shit like that. Um, Just Dance twenty twenty one is happening, baby, and it comes oh. out eleven twelve. Talk about counter programming that week. Uh, I'm hey. The Allen household is excited for Just Dance 2021. I'll say that the songs they played, I I'm like I I recognize this song. <laughs> what 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 do your daughters say during LMFAO shots? Like, <laughs> like I don't know, but one of my daughters today requested a uh, Juice by Lizzo from Alexa, and I went, good, oh shit, good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, they they did announce a game that I at first I got really excited because I'm like wait did that say ready to rumble boxing no it's it's big rumble boxing Creed yeah. Champions it made me wonder if like wait is this like related to ready to rumble like why call your game big rumble boxing and it looks like ready to rumble yeah and but it has the Creed license which they already had for that VR game that I mm-hmm. own and have yet to play um and then they kind of transition to other non-rhythm games. There's another Puyo Puyo Tetris game. Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 is coming December 8th. Uh, I I can't really tell. Did people like the first one, or was it just one of the only Switch early Switch games? I wanted games? to like it, but it was 40 fucking dollars. For a Puyo Puyo Tetris game. I think yeah. a little of column A, a little of column B. Like, sure. I, I played it some, and I was like, well, it's sort of interesting that you can play Tetris against someone who's playing Puyo Puyo or vice versa, but... Um, I don't know. It has a limited appeal. Sure. Uh, speaking of limited appeal, Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend was announced. Um, mm. The reason I say it's limited appeal is it's, this is based on these series of Game Boy games. There's three titles in the Saga series, which I'm confused because it's called the Saga series, but it's all Final Fantasy games. So Final Fantasy Legend, <laughs> Final Fantasy yeah. Legend 2, and Legend 3. I, I believe these were the Saga games saga in Japan. 
but okay, you okay, might know so, more about this, Greg. Uh, wait, uh, maybe not. I, I was I was confused too. I thought it was a saga collection. They were released in the U.S. as Final Fantasy Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what are, I was thinking like Saga Frontier and Saga Unlimited. I, I think yeah, it's that same series. I mean, they both have the capital S and the capital G, so I'm oh, guessing. Shit, I had no idea. Yeah. And I, I remember these games as being like, they, they came out and people were like, these are nothing like Final Fantasy. These are kind of weird and meandering and boring. And uh, So yeah, more, more in line with Saga. saga but what's weird about these games, games, when you see how they look, they've modeled out like fake faceplates from a Game Boy, and the game is still like a monochrome Game Boy game in mm-hmm. the window. So it's like this collection of these really, like they're not like remasters. It's just like, no, you... Get yeah, to play all these games in one spot. You can mm-hmm. play them faster with a turbo boost, so that's that's not nothing. Dude, I've been trying to play Final Fantasy IX with that turbo boost, and it's so hard to just control your character walking through towns. Mm-hmm. It's like, what am I doing? Anyway, um, that's all the Nintendo news. And then uh, DC had their Fandom event uh, over last weekend, and they actually announced a lot of game stuff. So first up, uh, the team at UB or um, the team at WB Montreal is working on Arkham Knights, which is... It's a game that apparently Batman and uh, Commissioner Gordon are both dead. Uh, and then Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood uh, take up the mantle of the Bat. I, like, I, if I'm not mistaken, are, are they not presenting... Um, fuck, I didn't play all of Arkham Knights DLC. Is this a follow-up to Arkham Knights? Yes, this is supposed to take place... No, wait, I'm sorry. It might be the, the other... Yeah. Suicide Squad Gotham might be Knights in the same wasn't, world. Wasn't the title Gotham Knights? No, this is no, but no, he's saying it doesn't uh, take place sorry, in the Arkham same Knight, world. You're thinking, Batman, okay, so Arkham, Arkham, Knight. Arkham Knight was the last one. This is Gotham Knights. Yeah, I'm sorry, Gotham, No, I know, yeah, but like Gotham Batman Knights. died at the end of Arkham Knights. Spoiler, he everyone. He did. He was unmasked, uh, <laughs> but... No, he died. His house blew up. Hmm. But, but, uh, but like, I'm sure there's a better ending there that... But, but you know, like... You know, it's comic books. Yeah. Like, oh, if you can't survive a house blowing up, like what good? Yeah, what, what are good you are you as for? a superhero? Come on. Yeah, but like, uh, if it, I, 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 like, I swear, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited if it, it's a direct follow up to Arkham Knights. I don't think Arkham it is Knight. because so the reaction for that game was mixed. I think partly because it's not Rock City; it was WB Montreal, and they they did Arkham Origins, and you know, people were just kind of like, yeah, that it's, game's it's, that game's fine, man. That was my favorite one. Yeah, really? it through the end. I thought Arkham Knight was the best one. Was but the, the one I Batman know is simulator. based in the Arkhamverse. So they they announced a Suicide Squad game called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That is a Rocksteady joint, and they confirmed that takes place after the events of Arkham Knight. So that okay. is, and it even has the same uh, voice mm. actor who plays Harley Quinn, uh, Tara Strong. She she is the voice of Harley in that game. Yeah, I, I was I I got to say that like um, um as a comic fan. I was incredibly disappointed with the trailer. Really? Because uh, well, one, it's it's a cinematic trailer. It's like five minutes. It doesn't tell you anything about the game. And yeah. and like when I saw the title, Justice League kills the Suicide Squad. And the Suicide Squad, you know who the Suicide Squad is? Uh, they, but I uh, other, other like way around. The, by the way, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Sorry, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League and with a target over Superman's face. Yes. And then Superman at the end is revealed to be evil Superman, which yes. is literally the only version of Superman that exists in video games at this point. It's, it's well, basically uh, injustice. They tried making you know? compelling games about good Superman and you can't fucking do it. But yeah, the, like, I like the idea of like, no, kill these. Suicide Squad being tasked with killing these unkillable 
good superheroes mm-hmm. is a fucking fascinating premise. Yeah. Uh, Superman going evil and having red eyes for like I'm just I was super bummed out. I really was. And it's not just that like I was telling you that like Suicide Squad whoever owns Suicide Squad must have naked pictures of a ton of <laughs> right. executives. Because they keep giving it chances and you're like, yeah, no one it's wants like this. it's it's like, been animated films, it's been comic books, it's been movies. None of them have worked. None of them. Yeah. None of them have worked. And I like Suicide Squad. I do. Uh, and I'm very excited for James Gunn's version. And, yeah, and even and though I'm, it has I'm, like three times the characters it needs, from judging from that teaser. Yeah, yes. Oh, God. The John Most Cena. of them will be murdered in the first four seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and 16 of them will turn evil before the end. It's an SNL sketch. It has fucking, P- uh, what's his name? Pete. What's his name from SNL? Davidson. Pete okay. Davidson. John I'm, Cena. I'm like, for a second, I thought you meant Peter Capaldi, who's also in it, and Nathan Philly. But but like but beyond that, like um, I, I both of these games were announced as like team based things. You know, I like the single player aspect to Arkham, mm. mm-hmm. and 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 the the but the idea of like Justice League kills the su- uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League is a lot more interesting uh, if it's dirtier. And now it's just like ooh, it's just multiplayer combat. In an Elseworld thing where everyone's evil and like with with Rocksteady, oh, that's what you put them. This could not have been their idea. I don't think it's multiplayer only. So they did clarify that at least for Gotham Knights. And sorry for getting that name wrong before. Oh right, um, you're right, right. No, Gotham Knights. They clarified you can play single player or two player co op. But mm-hmm. I, at first, when you see the trailer, you're like, is this a four player squad based game? I don't, but for um for at least for the for Suicide Squad, I don't think they've even revealed that. Yeah, like, isn't, isn't that the one where they've said that like you can play it co op, and if you don't want to play co op, uh, the the partner characters will be AI yes. controlled. Well, I, the, the the demo of a uh, Gotham Knights showed that tech off a little bit, and it was it was yeah. it looked really good, by the way. It looked like it looked like an Arkham game, but I guess the combat's a little different. People are saying it's not necessarily just Batman combat, so. I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not shitting on it, but but part of, part of why we like the Arkham games are f- for what Batman can do. And there's no way I'm not going to play the Suicide Squad game as King Shark. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's amazing. And, but like, he doesn't have Batman's open world abilities. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Bite rooftops to get places quickly? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Th- this baffles me, and and I look forward to being excited. And I'm. I was bummed out initially, and but it's rock steady, and I'm sure they'll. It know. felt to me so strange to basic. It'd be like if Activision had the rights to Halo and Destiny and was announcing both at the same. It's like, oh, here's the studio that used to work on these cool games, okay, so, uh, doing a uh, yeah. new thing, and then here's the new studio, and it's like, which one am I supposed to like? They kind in of that, are in that sense, it felt like, a little corporate. Like, yeah, yeah. did they decide to work on this, or did you make them work on this hmm. and quit trying to make Suicide Squad happen? So I, I just looked it up. According to PC Gamer, uh, it'll be a one to four player co-op game where you can switch between characters as you please. If you play single player, you'll still have a full squad with you. So they'll be taken over by AI. That, so. And that's Suicide Squad or is that, that's is that Suicide Gotham Squad. Knights? Okay. And then I Gotham know, Knights man. is the one that's either one, either single player or two player co-op. That's the one I don't know if they've actually said anything about co-op. They said it's like an open world action RPG, which means whatever uh, these days. I, I saw one article mention the two player co-op. That, okay. that somewhere I saw that. So it, I don't know. It just feels really weird to have these announcements so close to each other. I'm like, God, like it's like. 
It'd be like having Harmonix and Neversoft talking about two rhythm games within two days of each other. Like, it's a, you know, it's like, wait, what? Like, you know. Like, I mean, and part of the reason I'm disappointed in the Suicide Squad trailers because, like, there is no gameplay to show. None. It's I mean, very the, the cinematic off. trailer was a very. They said I, 2021. Like yeah. If yeah, you remember the Arkham cycle, it's 2022. Could be. No, I, th- I think, didn't they say Suicide Squad was 2022? Isn't it okay. Gotham that's 2021? Yeah, one of those, sorry. Yeah. yeah. See, look, at we're already confusing. This is going to be a clusterfuck, because mm-hmm. we're already confusing these two things. So, uh, Speaking of clusterfucks, uh, Call of Duty Cold War <laughs> had one of the coolest game announcements today. They announced it through an event inside Warzone, uh, which, Chris, you played Warzone. Did you, did you check that out in the game today? No. What? Well, no. I'm trying to do my best Larry David. No. Why would I do that? <laughs> So everyone knew Cold War was coming, but the bigger news was um, the pricing. So they revealed the pricing for oh. the game. <laughs> and the way it works is if you buy the current gen version, it is 60 bucks. If you buy the next gen version, it will be 70 bucks. It Whoa. gets confusing, though, when you try to buy physical versions. If you buy a physical standard edition on PS4, you will be able to upgrade that to PS5 for $10. Xbox One will not be upgradable. You know, there's no way to upgrade other than buying a new $70 version. On PS5, the physical standard version only contains the PS5 version. Physical standard of Xbox Series X also... I'm sorry, so physical... PS5 standard version only contains PS5, does not contain PS4. Physical standard of Xbox Series X, which is $70, also includes the Xbox One copy. It's conf- the, I need me. Someone get the table, get the Excel table, like a like a so fucking pre-order program. If you want to future-proof your game on PS4, buy digitally on Xbox One, buy physical. If but it's not even future-proofing because you do have to pay to upgrade. There is oh so basically, God. and the, the way they were referring to that version is like the um, they called it like the dual license version or the upgrade. It, it was so weird. It was like, huh? Like it's it's but it's basically. This is important because we were we were talking about like okay NBA 2K had they went out a month ago or so with a seventy dollar version we're like well that's a big game we'll see if anyone else follows if Call of Duty is setting the price at seventy bucks for next gen the rest of the industry might follow like that's a big franchise to be to to be setting that price point they've been talking about it for like the last two generations so I'm not that surprised <sighs> it makes sense um, I know the. You remember we can get you. You remember when you can get a five dollar foot long without using an app location on your phone? <laughs> I don't remember? know why I'm doing James Corville. Remember? Whatever. Uh, yes. Everything's more expensive. I, I thought you were gonna the the uh, they stealth launched that trailer um, with that XKGB agent talking about uh, uh, assets and then removed footage of Tiananmen Square uh, at the behest of China. Uh, I didn't know about that. I did see that Ronald Reagan features prominently in yeah. that trailer. I'm, I'm eager to see what modders can do once they get their hands on that uh, Ronald Reagan model. That oh, be... that's great. Yeah. I want to see him <laughs> fucked in the mouth by a homeless person that he doomed. <laughs> I want to see someone remake the Genesis Land of Illusion music video, but with that Reagan from the video games. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. The fucking, oh, God, what are they the called? Puppet? The UK the... puppet people. Yeah, yeah spitting yeah. image, which are coming spitting back, image. by the way. 
Mm, oh, they, they were so unsettling as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so that's, that is big news. It's uh, basically Call of Duty is it's coming and it's going to be 70 it's bucks for next confu- gen. Land of Illusion is land a of, Mickey oh, Mouse game. Sorry, Land of Confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see this, <laughs> this is, is the, the Castle of Illusion. illusion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, fighting man. Captain Hook. No one would have known that. No one knows Genesis but us. Come on. I know. Yeah. Uh, but they know Disturbed and they covered it. Semi, like, oh, God. So speaking of not Genesis things, but my favorite internet video this month is the kid going down the hill on his bike. And it's it's the in the air tonight song, and then when he hits the trash, he can. hits the trash can. <laughs> it is fucking excellent. <laughs> and you just hear do 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 do. It's better. It's better than the deer being caught in the play place um, <laughs> that makes the <laughs> air tonight drum beats with its hooves. Oh god, that's all the news that's meant to play, motherfuckers. <laughs> that means it's time to move on to our community segment, which is always is segmenting. Our community last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was what's the dumbest thing you've had delivered during the pandemic? Um, Greg, you weren't here last week. Is, have you had anything dumb delivered during this oh, pandemic? Oh, a bunch of stuff. Oh, but good. to bring it all back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. Um, Monster in my pocket? My Yeah. <laughs> no, my, so my sister-in-law uh, texted us uh, like in june or something she's like did you guys ever get a package from us and i was like no did you send it to our address and she's like shit and she looked and she had sent it to the address where we lived for like two months when we first moved to brooklyn and uh what it was was like a it, it was a a lego friends set oh i, I can't shit all over that <laughs> <laughs> to uh and it was just like at the beginning of the pandemic they were uh, they were like oh we should send them something fun to like help them pass the time while they're stuck inside all the time mm-hmm. it was a nice gesture but we never got it because they sent it to our old address and it's like that thing where the legos are so expensive that i couldn't just like you know let it not let it be received you know if it was like you know, a Mad Libs packet or something, I probably just would have been like, fuck it. (laughs) It was like, okay, they probably spent like 60 to $80 on this thing. I should Mm. probably pick it up. So I had to like get in touch with my old roommate that we lived with for a couple months. And she kept leaving town because living in the city is unbearable during the pandemic. To play with her fancy new Lego Friends set. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go to the Cayman Islands and open this shit up. (laughs) She was like, yeah, I think we got a package for you, but uh, I'm out of town. And then, like, we kept missing each other for, like, months. And it was only, like, two weeks ago that I finally was able to retrieve the package. But it was the first time I've driven at all since March. Oh god! Wow. Was to receive, retrieve this stupid fucking. <laughs> I mean, it was a nice gesture. In case my sister-in-law is listening, <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm imagining you opening this up, like, huh? I'm supposed to have fun with this? Yeah. Well, you know, it was. <laughs> yeah. It was a nice evening with my wife. You know, she's a big mm. Friends fan. I like Megan. Yeah. How was driving after six months? Is that uh, kind of a trip? I mean, driving in Brooklyn to begin with is kind of stressful, mm. and I haven't done much of it. Um, but yeah, having gone half a year without doing it was extra stressful. It sucked. And it, all, it was also like an hour away. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, That's yeah. New York, baby. Oh, I, I, I did. I ordered a dumb thing on Amazon. I wanted to plug to everyone. Yes. Cause we thought we might be being hit by a hurricane where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I got a solar powered 
phone charger. Because when the hurricane knocked out the power, uh, it didn't knock out the data. And nor your ability to like make a hotspot. And this shit works, dude. It's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> like, I, like we're we're on like a we're on like a, a porch, and it's not even in direct sunlight. It's just sitting there charging itself while it's charging all of our fucking USB devices. That's it's cool. cool. Oh, it can charge you, multiple devices at one time. Yeah, That's nice. multiple devices. I thought that when you told me about it, I thought it was just the kind that like it's like an iPhone case that can also charge your phone. With no, the solar no, it, it, and... it folds out and fans out into Ooh, something shit. that's like two feet long. Oh God, yeah, because like does. solar panels. Yeah, you need surface. They're area. not there yet. <laughs> I want solar power more than anyone. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, like yeah, it, it was uh, it was able to charge two devices while charging in this in non direct sunlight, and I thought that was the like, damn, the little moment. I try never to uh, shit on when I'm seeing the future. I'm like, that's fucking cool. And it was fifty bucks. Chris, I don't mean to shit on your Italian heritage, but all I can think of when you talked about that solar thing folding out is you as Polly Walnuts sunning himself with a reflector hey, screen. Get to my sun king, <laughs> giant sun, giant solar charger reflecting on your on your face. I'm trying to keep my wings nice and white on the side of my head. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, first response from Twitter: uh, Frog Fractions Omega Tester says, "Days of Thunder." <laughs> For the NES, specifically the recently recovered, unreleased yes. version that had to be reconstructed from art files and source code off of 21 discs left behind by the game's programmer, the late Damn. Chris Oberth. A limited cart run was produced, and I bought one. Damn. A neat project to be sure, and all proceeds went to Oberth's family, but with everything going on, it is certainly one of the most frivolous purchases I've made. That is so cool, man. That is really <laughs> Seriously. Cool. It's one of the most frivolous movies ever made, so congratulations, yeah. Frog Fractions Omega. That Test. movie sucks. The movie's no but... good. Hey, the ra- hey, racing and wheelchair scene, pretty fucking good. He's just pretty rubbing good. you, Cole. He's just rubbing you. I remember Nintendo Power made like a big deal out of it at one mm-hmm. point, so it's it's cool to see that it finally got some sort of release. From VidgeGamePocalypse.com, E. Hyundai says, Question of the week. The only remotely stupid thing I ordered during lockdown was a bunch of D&D minis that I will never paint. I'm currently homebrewing a pirate <laughs> campaign to DM with my bandmates, and I have prioritized making stupid maps and encounter sheets over dealing with any of my real adult problems. Aren't we all? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, what is it? Trick, trick the TM? Mm-hmm. Says I had to order a replacement novelty ice cube tray. <laughs> I got a uh, football got shaped ones from my dad a few years back, and they broke during the pandemic. He was using them too often with his beer. <laughs> with his ice in the beer. I love beer that. with footballs. <laughs> that is the deadliest thing I've ever heard in my life. I have one of the coolest ice cube novelty trays. I have a Han frozen in carbonite tray that is just uh, pretty sweet, but it makes the most awkward block of ice that it's like, yeah. what am I going to do with this huge block I of ice? I had to look into now? it uh, from Geek Fuel. Geekfuel.com slash laser time. Uh, I got a Death Star ice cube. Uh, Oh, the ball? Ice balls are the best. Ice spheres are the best. Yeah, but, like, it's a delicate fucking system. If you don't want, like, when when water expands and you don't want a cloud in the middle, the proportions have to be exact, and it can only be frozen for a certain amount of time. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the cloud in the middle, though, so I'm good. Because I I have a... Like, when I went to Japan with Greg, uh, when we went to a couple whiskey bars who had, like, perfectly clear spherical, like, 
David Bowie labyrinth ice cubes. Right. Like, uh, the, that shit yeah, was they amazing. Those. They sculpt those with a chisel. Jesus. Yeah, it was awesome. The one thing that's weird about those when you are drinking it from a proper like bourbon glass is you'll like go to take a drink, and if you try to take it too far back, you'll have this huge fucking like two pound ice ball whack you in the nose. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> but like, I, I, I'm, we're so bored and have like we should. We should only have time for that kind of nuance. Like, we're drinking more than ever. Like, why not make the perfect ice cube? Right. Uh, <laughs> why not why do not? what they did in in, uh, in Groundhog Day? We could all be ice sculptors within yeah. a few lifetimes. Call me Bronco. <laughs> I, told, told. <laughs> I understood that reference. Yeah. Uh uh, and and badge icon from Facebook. Oh no no, it's it's it's, it's uh, Doug the Uh Badge icon. Badge icon. What does it's, that mean? It's when oh, I no, copy, copy and paste, paste from it. Facebook and um, puts badge. <laughs> capacitive gloves, so I mm-hmm. could use my phone while working out at the gym. Uh, the next day, the gym dropped the requirement of wearing gloves while working out. Uh, I quit the gym a month later because of the surge of cases I was gonna say, in Texas. I was going to say, that was the problem? Was the glove requirement? Like, how about I was working out at a gym? Don't do that. Hmm. Yeah, I was fucking, I was working my shit out in uh, Knockout Legends in VR, and I tried to use my phone, and I kept sweating on it, and I realized I couldn't press the top row of keys to type. Oh. It was maddening. Yeah. Maddening. Yeah. I, needed a, I need a wipe. Yeah. Uh, Philip Longuet, Longay, Longay. I think he said it was the the right way to say it. Uh, question of the week: A set of Bluetooth temperature meat probes. It just makes them sound dirty. Uh, they connect. They connect to an app, so I can check the internal temperature of my cooking without opening the smoker or oven or air fryer. It completely. It's completely unnecessary, and I love it. Um, right, yeah, it's pretty useful. I've I've always sort of wanted those the the kind that you just connect to an app so you can sit inside while you're, that is the geekiest shit ever. Like I'm I'm not even going to be outside with my barbecue. Fuck that barbecue. I'm going to sit inside and drink my beer with ice cubes. It doesn't even make sense. But we we got through a sponsorship deal. We got a I, I got a sous vide. Oh yeah, ooh. and you can like yeah you could cook something at the exact temperature and like oh I need to lower it after the first half hour. Boom! I'm outside. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Sous vide's all the rage. Yeah, it is. That and air, air fryers. Leonardo Chavez says, A 1982 copy of The Secret a Treasure Hunt. The author designed 12 puzzles to solve that lead to treasure boxes buried at locations in the United States and Canada. In over 35 years, only three have been solved and found. Holy shit. Wow. Unfortunately, I did not think about restricted traveling when I bought it, so currently using Google Earth to virtually travel and maybe find treasure. Oh, and the author died in a traffic accident in 2005, leaving behind his amazing adventure for us. Shit! I thought I was going to talk about, like, like, I know Dan Amrick's Bunny Ear site wrote about one of these books um, that had a real buried treasure at the end of the puzzle, and one of them was solved during the pandemic. After thirty years. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah, that like story. people people found the treasure. I love that shit. Like, why don't we still do that? Oh, uh, angry white kids with guns. Mm. Uh, Brian Stafford says, uh, besides a bunch of fire emblem amiibos. Why? Uh, I bought one of uh, those off Facebook's advertise us uh, silicon chunky cat lamps that changes color when the. <laughs> 
<laughs> Changes colors because the quarantine has me jonesing for any type of shopping. Uh, <laughs> best part is it was shipped from Wuhan, which made the impulse uh, <laughs> impulse buy not only frivolous, but somewhat dangerous as well. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think that's true anymore. I think that ordering something from anywhere in America is far more dangerous than ordering something from Wuhan. Yes, probably, ordering yeah. something is far less dangerous than having a child forced to go to public school. Oh, there's that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is that. Dang. We have a video response from Tim Rooney on Twitter. Hey, Video Game Apocalypse. Essential worker Tim Rooney here to answer the question of the week. What is the dumbest thing that I bought during the pandemic? Now, I think the purchase I made online that is probably the dumbest is probably there's a 1962 film called The Train directed by John Frankenheimer. I'm sure Diana Goodman will probably know the movie I'm talking about. Movies about uh, the during the end of World War II, the Nazis are retreating out of France and so they grab all the art in order to huddle down and, and be buried with it and make sure it's not taken away. However, the French resistance to do everything they can in order to stop them from getting away with the art. Which you're probably asking, how is that a dumb purchase? Well, the Blu-ray is out of print, and so I had to buy it on eBay, and it was over $60 with uh, shipping and everything and handled everything. So spending $60 for one movie compared to all the kind of options that you can have for movies out there, some could ask, could say that's a little dumb to spend that much. However, it's going to be delivered by the post service, the post office and everything, and the fact that it's about a movie about the French taking away art back from the Nazis, it seems kind of appropriate right now. And so that's why I bought it. And I think that's probably, of all things that I've purchased during the past couple months, that you probably put on the dumbest, even though I think it's kind of important. Hope everybody's enjoyed this video. Keep up the great work, everybody. And I'll talk to you next week. Peace. Is it dumb that I bought uh, a Met? One, I, I, did, I bought three things on Amazon since all this happened. And mm-hmm. one of them was a Mad Magazine collection of Star Wars. <laughs> That's <laughs> what? pretty good. Uh, I was only disappointed that like you changed the line where R two D two calls C three PO the F word. Mm, right. like, I just saw this in like the last time, the before times. I saw this in a fucking bookstore where, it, yeah, I want to see R two D two call C three PO the F word. Uh, they changed it, uh, but it has a forward by George Lucas. Wow. Really? And we, we, we did a show about Mad Magazine where, like, people of George Lucas, Spielberg, and um, and even Tarantino, because, like, the last, I think, real episode uh, issue of Mad was the uh, the uh, Once Upon a Time in, uh, in Hollywood mm. issue, where you see the cover in the movie, but, like, uh, they actually released that. That was the la- one of the last Mad Magazines. Wow. Um, um, and, 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 but like those people didn't know they made it until Mad Magazine parodied them, and they all like Mad Magazine has this collection of letters from Spielberg and George Lucas. Like, dude, dude, thank you, thank you for massacring my film. I really want to read the forward from George Lucas, where he's like, you know, in the original version of this comic, uh, I never really intended our two to call three P of the F word, um, and so we just took the opportunity to. to- I, I have, I have bought. So many comic collections with George Lucas's foreword. I can peg exactly. He is a busy guy. He yeah. never wrote more than one draft of this. It was like you're I assuming used to love he wrote thing. any drafts at all and didn't just have someone write it. <laughs> I used and to love this it. thing. It's great. It shaped my life. Mm-hmm. Thank you, George Lucas. Like <laughs> that's usually what they, they sound like. Um, it's 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 never great, but it's always like it's cool that like he cares to. 
he, about like celebrating comics. George Lucas has been really good with that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's interesting that they feel like they've shut Mad Magazine down like a lifetime ago, and yet they still keep putting out these specials, which, okay, great. Well, I, I only them. said that because, like, um, you can buy on CD-ROM every issue of Mad Magazine ever. Wowzers. For, like, 50 bucks. And yeah. I bought this book for 20 <laughs> and I'm like, man. I, I'm still holding God out damn. hope that, like... I don't know, like, I'm not blaming the world's woes on the lack of things like Mad, but I, I, I feel like you do need Mad Magazines, th- things like Mad Magazine out here to ca- kind of help check some of this mm. stupidity. I feel like we need Mad Magazine and Hunter Thompson right now, and they're both yeah. gone. Yeah. To, like, check for the young people, because it's like, that. that's what really they did, is it was, uh, they're, like, subversive for young people, like, hey, no, this is bullshit, and you should sort of resist against this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like... There's nothing I don't know, I'm not aware of, that's doing that for, for younger generations yeah, right now. Like, I need that now more than ever. And, like, I was so desperate for new news on the terrible situation that's happened this week. I actually went into Twitter and, like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are saying. Like, I, like yeah. this is so impenetrable. I, I, I miss having a mainstream conversation of some kind mm-hmm. where people, even even comments from 10 years ago where people could disagree or agree. We're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They're so busy getting mad and getting up each other's own ass about, oh, you weren't mad in the right way about this thing. Whereas it's like, no, sometimes you need kind of the blunt force of a mad magazine to be like, I'm going to make fun of this so the everyman can understand why this is fucking stupid. I think I'm on your side, but you're attacking the media more than the shooter. Right. I'm very confused. Uh, This is a conversation that has been happening for months and like none of this makes sense to me. Yes. Yeah. It's it's the worst. New question of the week. Which classic toy line do you think is overdue to get its own video game? Uh, I, please, everyone back away. Like I said earlier, I was a bigger fan of He-Man than I was Transformers because the universe was more interesting. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's a really interesting DC versus Marvel argument most people don't have. Hmm. Uh, d- the same thing you talked about with Marvel defining Transformers, DC had to do to He-Man's toys after they were already in. Oh yeah, that that also explains like why there was that He-Man comic where like Superman crosses over and interacts yep. with He-Man and Skeletor. Yep, DC figured out all of He-Man's fiction, and uh, after they'd already designed a bunch of stupid wow. fucking toys for budget reasons. <laughs> but 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 also He-Man is fucking. That shit. Mm-hmm. Do yourself a favor and Google He-Man poster, the poster you would get when you bought enough He-Man action figures. And it contains all these fucking stupid characters. But in like, you know, I'm just finishing like Mortal Shell and playing Dark Souls and like, oh, those characters are stupid too. Why not why not a skunk whore or <laughs> or a merman at the end of every level? <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Like, like it would be hilarious to fight before you get to meh, Skeletor, what? Uh, like, you would fight other uh, He-Man baddies. And even if they were redesigned, uh, I don't know if you, you see that Gollum trailer this week? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a, a non-movie Lord of the Rings game. And, like, they just gave Gollum hair and, like, still looks like him. I get it. Totally cool. Uh, do something weird with the He-Man universe. It's so stupid, but you ride a tiger. You ride a tiger! 
Yeah. You're a gay prince who rides a tiger. I would like to point out that in that portal game we were talking about earlier, uh, the lead also rides a tiger. So we, you could oh, always go back and play that. Uh, All right, but like my first He-Man toy that I begged for was when he was it called Trap jo- No Trap Jaw. Uh, Trap Jaw was a character, but it was yeah. he rode a he rode a fucking thing that was a shark. It was a shark, and it just chomped. I vaguely <laughs> like, remember this. Yes. It was a purple shark mm-hmm. that you rode in. It was awesome, mm. and like it, like I would love to see that some some maniac uh, to translate that into game form with E Man. I had to talk first because I didn't yeah. want anybody taking. <laughs> well, I well, understand. Like I think that probably would have been my answer too, just because there has never been a decent He Man game, as far as I'm aware, and that 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 line had so many fucking accessories. And it, it was just ridiculous. And that, that was like the genesis of the idea of we will create a toy line and we will create a half hour TV show that will be a commercial for this toy line and we will distribute it to networks for as free. programming for free. Even though it's <laughs> advertising, they will see it as getting a half hour long program for free. A hot program for free. And look, yeah. Michael... As someone who's worked at a company who's distributed He-Man stuff mm-hmm. before, um, make sure people buy a physical copy, and then you can have a scratch and sniff skunk or section. Oh God, yes, <laughs> that's true. Um, but I, I, I will say also, I am a big fan of the She-Ra Netflix cartoon. Yes, and I was yeah. really, really holding out hope. So I guess spoilers uh, that that would have some sort of crossover and introduce like a new He-Man cartoon. And that did not happen. But it's done forever. I know. I was really yeah. bummed. That now Kevin Smith forever. is doing it. Mm-hmm. I bet With it won't a wonderful cross over. voice cast. I bet we won't have legit gay Prince Adam, who's but like <laughs> sweetly gay, not like a joke. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna throw out like a this is kind of a cheat answer, but like a, a She-Ra beat 'em up. But that you can also pull in classic look characters as well, like skin versions of the characters. But then I was like, yeah, since you since you took Shira, Michael, I'm gonna go Mad Balls, like something having yeah, to do with Mad. There balls. have been recent Mad Balls games, <laughs> recent? not recent, but they were ten years ago. Yeah. We streamed it on. on <laughs> it was like, was it like YouTube Mad Balls in Babu Violent or something like yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like it was one of the, like the uh, like the second year of XBLA. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's it's not good. Was it a match three game? Because I'm just thinking. No, it's no, no, it was a fucking rolling platformer. Oh. It was fucking weird. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Just, just give me like a, a match three Mad Balls game where they are the little you know hmm. pieces you have to match up, and they tell fart jokes or something the whole time. I just like, want Swabulous the rotting corpse ball back. Yeah. No, no, no. no I wasn't even done with my He-Man. Oh, no. okay, okay, okay. So like now, imagine like uh, Battle Cat is dead. Uh-huh. And He-Man's sword is taken away from him, and like everything around him turns black, and then the music just goes, <laughs> "Oh my God, do I pray? I pray every single day <laughs> for revolution." Come on, man, you know you know I, that song know better than what's, what's, what's going on. What's, what's going on? <laughs> <And I> say, <laughs> hey, hey, that would be in the He-Man yeah. game that I would make and Greg would approve. Why would what's going on be in your He-Man game? Why would Four Non Blondes be in your He-Man game? Four Non Blondes has been broken up forever. Did you read the stupid story about them? Like, no. That, that, why would that I? That weird lady with the top hat, like, she was a new addition to the band and then broke them all up and, like, hates them and they've never uh, reunited. What? After that, that, yeah, after that album, like, like eh, I don't like these. I don't like the other. 
the three non pods. <laughs> <laughs> <Three non-pods. laughs> uh, yeah, they've they've never made another album because like they they're still arguing and like, ladies, you suck. Like just just tour based smash mouth yourself. You know, I think that song was a big hit in South Korea because when I studied abroad, all my Korean friends there like knew the song and it was it like ranked highly on their favorite western songs of all time weird the most random thing i mean i like I'm that there song too. i think it's a great it's song, a great song. Yeah. i resent having to buy the album yeah. yeah i don't like ladies and top hats i just don't <laughs> but it was like <laughs> just now, looking back it was kind of like a steampunk top hat too it was like mm. yeah, yeah it was. she had dreads and everything mm-hmm. just covered in gears <laughs> she had, no, she had weird she's goggles. Living embodiment of Lilith Fair. <laughs> goggles with tiny lenses. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, what would you remake? Yeah, so I was going to say Savage Mondo Blitzers as a goof, <laughs> but I got a better one. <laughs> Captain Power. You guys remember Captain yeah! Power? Yeah, that there was like go. the original Toys to Life thing, except instead of a video game, it was your VHS. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But, I still uh, don't understand how it worked. Like, you would fire at your screen, but your a jet with your character in it would eject if you yep. were Yeah, we had the jet. Okay, let me explain this to you. You remember Action Max? Mm-hmm. Okay, it worked the same way as that, where it, it was basically just a light gun game on TV, where it would have uh, various symbols that would appear, and, uh, like, your... Your jet or whatever had, like, an infrared reader that would interpret this in a certain way. So, like, if you were pointing at the wrong part, uh, you could get hit. If you were pointing at the right part and you pulled the trigger, you could fire a shot and so, you'd so score all the, a point. all the hardware is baked into the toy. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But and then, it, and then it, it Action just... Max was Pops Ghostly, right? Like, that was the, yes, yes, the big yes. game. But, okay. but P- Captain Power could pick up on signals. It had an infrared sensor that could pick up on signals from the TV. Right. Uh, yeah, it worked more or less the same as your zapper for it, it, right. It, it's just reading angles, like reflection angles, right? It's just kind of like yeah, based on where yeah, you well, are. Well, like if you if like I remember watching that show and there were like it was on like that was something I had to make a special effort for because that thing came on like six a.m. where I was mm. uh, on Sunday, like two in the afternoon on Sunday for me. Yeah, but but like. Like there would be like these weird like shitty like Atari twenty six hundred level effects that would show up like oh here's just like a, a big blinking rectangle or whatever and it was right. like you were supposed to shoot at that and like these were clearly things that were not part of the original production or special effects and I, I should say as an arcade one up fan they just they they found a company that managed to make this work with LCD technology and uh, could open up in a whole new era for like old school uh, LED light games. When when you get in the T2 Mm -hmm. game in there with those fucking uh, Uzis. Isn't that the one that had the two Uzis? Mm -hmm. Oh, God, that was so good. Or Mac-10s, they were. Mac-10 for life. Mm -hmm. That's a 90s rap song reference, kids. Yeah, Captain Power, man. So you just yeah, release you the old figures, turn them into amiibos. Thing mm-hmm. writes itself. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought every time I think they're done with amiibos, I walk into a Best Buy during quarantine. Like this is a lot of King K rules. Aren't they done with amiibo? Like I haven't seen a new uh, one released in a long. King K rule is new, and I like huh. I keep telling my girlfriend like, if you ever see this shit on sale and don't buy it for me, we're done. King K rule <laughs> sounds done. like a SoundCloud rapper name. Like yeah, I'm King K rule. I know. Because hmm. I think my, K rule X. My answer wouldn't be Shira. It would be Voltron. There needs to be a decent God, Voltron. Voltron game. was so dope. There you go. There you go. 
Yeah. And that the new show was really good. So I hear. I didn't I need to watch I it. I didn't finish it, but like the first season was amazing. So what is a classic toy line that you think should be made into a video game? Let us know. Go to videogameapocalypse.com and look for episode 382. And uh, answer in the comments under there. Or you can visit the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer. Or you can ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and we will read the most interesting questions next week. Anyway, that has been our show. Uh, let's go with some plugs. Greg, is there anything you would like to draw people's attention to? Uh, yeah, tweets about games at Lacquer Leaks. That's L-A-C-Q-U-E-R. Leaks as in things leaking from your faucet, not leaks the vegetable. Hmm. Uh, I've also been streaming regularly. <laughs> I wasn't worried about people confusing that. Yeah. I suppose anyone's ever Greg lacquered a so leak before. <laughs> like the vegetable? Uh, I've been streaming regularly Mondays through Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash lacquerware. And I write about games at lacquerware.tumblr.com. I've got a piece should be going up in the next day or two. It's about uh, blowing up Hitler's head and buying a commando nice. and a moment nice. in Sekiro, which is very similar on a game design level. Hmm. Ooh, wow. Smart cool. smart writing. Looking forward to I it. I hope. And uh, we got Maddie on bonus time this week on pa- patreon.com slash laser time talking about all my ailments as life sucks. There's a, 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 a very long episode of 30 2010 games where we celebrate the 30, uh, 20, and 10 year anniversary of games with uh, special guests Chris Baker as well as Michael and um, Matt. And it's so much fun. So much fun. And a new Sick of Star Wars episode coming soon. Very fun. You know what's fun is uh, doing Monday Night Movie with you folks over on Twitch at Maddie C. Allen. Uh, The last couple weeks we've been doing them. This this week we did Necessary Roughness, the 1991 football classic starring Sinbad, Scott Bakula, uh, Baby Jason Bateman, Baby Rob Schneider. It's it's crazy. Uh, It's it's really actually good. Um, Baby Robert Loja. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right, and Loja and Loja Uh, with with one of his best scenes ever. Where oh you just have to see it it's a great he has a great explosion in the locker room it's goddamn motherfucker yeah let us pray um so then I do that every Monday over over at Twitch and then on Tuesdays and Fridays I, I stream some video games that's where I've been playing Battletoads you might have seen me mm. playing that so uh and then I'm also over on Twitter at Maddie Sion but if you want to support the show. Please, if you have not already, go ahead and write us a review on your pod, on Apple iTunes podcast, whatever the hell they call that nowadays, or whatever you're in that accepts review things. Five stars only. You can talk shit about us. Say whatever the fuck you want. As long as you give us a five star, we don't give a shit. So please do that. Yeah, exactly. That's all people will see. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or follow me personally at Wikiparas, where I will very occasionally tweet funny things, but not really. Uh, anyway, that has been our show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Not everyone can be Magnum, so if you can, be Magnum. If you have the choice, always be Magnum.